Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles, real furniture that's built to last, like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or Find her online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, cancelthisshow.com. Once again, cancelthisshow.com. It is a Wednesday, happy hump day, the first day of March. Yes, we're already here to March, how time flies. I think we say it every month when the new month comes in. Um, <coughs> does that mean spring? As Tabitha sneezes with her spring allergies. Coughed, coughed. Cough? That was a cough? Okay, great. It, it happened so fast I couldn't move away. <laughs> All right, our, our social media manager, Lizzie's in today. Hi, Lizzie, how was Florida? Florida was wonderful of and at 88 it degrees. It was fabulous. You, it's, is Florida ever not fabulous? You travel a lot, which is awesome. I, I do tend to travel. Mainly it's with kids stuff, though. It's yeah. like sporting events, usually. That makes sense. Totally makes sense. Um, so much going on again today, guys. Welcome in. Tap of the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust, uh, MP on the boards, and Eric Johnson arriving shortly with his microwave technique. Big show, as He's always. He's at Starbucks. Yeah, big show as always. He wastes. Well, I'm not going to say anything. He doesn't bring us anything. I'm going to say it. I'm not going to say anything. We have great cancel. We have great cancel coffee 
at Strategic Air Services. You know what? It's it's not <laughs> so. great coffee. You know, I, I I only tried it once, and it was in the dark, so I couldn't really see what I was doing. Yeah, try the flavors. But I will I love tell it. you what that is the most amazing coffee machine imaginable. Yeah, we'll it have really to let is. people know exactly what it is. From people should standpoint. fly here just so they can <laughs> use that coffee machine. Um, we're glad you're uh, joining us today. And uh, get it on the platforms, liking, subscribing, all of those things. Lizzie and Tabitha keep telling you about the stars. Once again, go to our website, canceltheshow.com. Check out our sponsor page. Check out our sponsors, the people who have teamed with us. If you're making one of those purchases, check them out. Let them know you heard about them on canceltheshow.com. Uh, it helps us out as well. Okay, 9 o'clock hour, Brad Young from Harris Dow Fisher & Young joining us live today to talk about, I don't know, he's always got a, 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 a trick up his sleeve or a story we're not familiar with. We'll see if we can get to it. But we're going to get into the situation with Kim Gardner downtown. We're going to get into the situation with Biden classified documents and the latest with Hunter Biden. Uh, and I also asked him, if he could break down the latest on Kyle Rittenhouse, previewing mm. our live interview with Kyle Rittenhouse tomorrow at 9 o'clock Central Time. Once again, we're 8 to 10, Monday through Friday uh, Central Time. But, of course, you can check us out after the live show as well. Most of the views and listens that we get. And you can find all those platforms at canceltheshow.com right there. I keep getting people that I'm meeting. Well, how can I listen to you? How can I learn about this? Canceltheshow.com. Pretty how easy. Ca- how can I watch? How can I listen? Cancelthisshow.com. It is that simple. It's it's easy even simpler enough. than that, Vic. You know what else somebody can do? And What's I that? did I did this for my stepfather to make it easy for him to watch the show. I opened up our website on his phone and then I pressed the little share button and I saved it to his home screen. Oh, nice. So that way all you have to do is go to your home screen and it's almost like having a cancel this app. Where you press the button, the show opens up, and you can watch us right then and there. The thing I really love is our marketing tells us our number one age group right now is 45 to 54. Guess what our number two age group is? It's 18, to, or it's 20, I think he said it was 20 to 35. I was going to say 60 to 80. No. I was too. That's great. Maybe. And then they're close. It's not 60 to 80. It's actually 50 to 65. Good. I love that. They, they kind of overlap. That's how they do those. That means all um, the folks are listening. Yeah. So it, it's good. You, we're getting a good mix of people all around. Brad Young coming in at nine o'clock. You won't want to miss that interview. Uh, and of course, we previewed Kyle Rittenhouse coming up tomorrow. He's got a lot going on. Heck, Fox News was previewing him this morning because of some of the things he's going. I think he's going on Fox News today as well. Good. So um, he's scheduled for tomorrow at nine o'clock and he's grateful for the the time that we're going to give him. OK, big, big. There's so many stories every day, which is why we do what we do. Uh, we're St. Louis based, but we cover our national stories. Um, I'm curious, MP, have we got that video ready to go yet or are we still working on it? I couldn't see what she said. Can you see her? Unbelievable. Right. She's ready. MP, I never, we've got this massive laptop computer. This and you Mac, can't see her. <laughs> I, I can never see her. She's not the tallest She's person. She's little. Who's taller, you or Leah? Or I, MP? I don't know. I might be taller. All right. All <laughs> I right. I don't know. I'm 5'1. So I'm a little, I'm mm. one, I got one inch on you. Oh. Well. And I wear heels. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, she does. <laughs> Um, anyway, and, uh, I appreciate you putting that up there, Lizzie, if you didn't hear yet, I'm sure everybody did. Um, I asked MP, have you seen the video? She said, no. I asked somebody else last night if they had heard about it. They said, no. Uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming the local news networks did something. I didn't see it last night. I was working my tail off. I didn't see that they had it on. They talked about it, what happened, but I don't think they played the video. Well, I think they said they wouldn't because of the graphic content. But here's the thing. We're not going to show. Here's what happened. This happens a lot. 
It happens all over the country. We don't want to listen to it. Um, the reason we're going to show you the video up until the shot, and I don't know what anybody else did, is because it just goes to show you what the hell is going on 10 o'clock in the morning, downtown St. Louis. A man shoots another man. Allegedly, they had a fight. Tabitha, you said that this was, what, a 40-year-old man, the victim? The victim a was a 40-year-old homeless man, or 40-ish-year-old homeless man. They have not, as of yesterday, they had not released his identity. And, you know, But it, it's such a sad situation. The, the shooter who has been arrested, 23 years old. Um, somebody said they think that uh, one of the reporters showed it. Um, if they showed the shot, that would be interesting. I don't. Yeah. Guess what? We're a podcast. We can do whatever oh, we, can we do want. Whatever we want. But no. there are platform issues. Um, maybe we'll put it on our website at some point too. There's just platform issues well, where yeah. if we show it, the problem becomes where you know YouTube is Facebook, it graphic violence, LinkedIn, content. all of the live video platforms you can catch us on could then delete our show. And it could very well happen because it's that graphic. Um, we're going to show you the man. You see him on your screen right now. He's kind of in the yellow. He's loading his gun. And this was after the first shot. Yes, he had the shot, yeah, shot had rang out before. I don't know if he shot. No, he hadn't, he hadn't been shot yet. He had hadn't he? been. No. Well, th no. there's two different versions of this story. But I don't believe he was shot yet. But no. the guy did shoot the gun first. Yes. Maybe up in the air, maybe in his direction. Nobody knows. But either way, the the homeless guy, the victim, sat on the curb. He seemed, you know, unaffected by the shot he heard. And then it take and and I guess witnesses called police. And then this guy spends like five minutes reloading his gun. Yeah, he does. Just to give you an idea, um, is this the <clears throat> is this the video Tabitha sent you? Uh, yes. <clears throat> okay, I sent you an edited version, but this one we're gonna cut it before. But you don't actually see. You just see the gun at the end of this video. Go in and the guy fired the shot well, to the guy's back of his head. And Jeff Sherbo on the comment line must have heard the same version I did because this, the original version is that he, the first shot shot him in the back. And then when he shot him in the back, he eventually lays down back towards the ground and then he shoots him in the head. So I, I, I only see one shot. I do too, but I think there's one happened before the video started where he shot him in the back. And well, then if he we shot him in the back, the guy now. was showing no signs of being shot. Uh, well, I know, but but it's, he's but he could be mentally ill. We don't know what his circumstances are. You yeah. hear the people that are videoing say there was a shot prior. The it, unedited yes. version says that. Yes, and there are there are. I've heard two versions. But a one shot version, into his body, or one, a shot in the air. One version. The only version I've heard was that they shot him in the back first and then reloaded his weapon but then somebody else said well maybe he just shot it up in the air i don't know what the true story bottom line is, is we don't know yet th this poor man is dead he was yes. murdered cold blood it yes. was caught on video all in downtown st louis another bad look even though this happens all across the country it happened in st louis uh mp will go ahead and show the video and just get out right before um he shoots this guy who, who's laying on the ground i didn't hear it I mean, maybe it did yeah, he, there he goes. Okay, he's loading his gun right now. Unbelievable. <clears throat> and yes, they had had a fight allegedly. No, he just put a magazine right in it. He's still An argument, it. yeah. Stop. Yeah, thank you. Very good. <laughs> okay, look at that. But did you hear how they said there's no blood on the ground? Because I really do think maybe he shot him in the back first. And then came around and shot him in the head. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, regardless, it doesn't yeah. matter. He still uh, shot him in cold blood right there You see the arm the right there going out, pointing the gun. 
that is when he fires one shot into the back of this homeless 40-year-old man, uh, head, killing him right there. Now, nothing is good about this except for the fact that you can see video of something of this happening. That happens every day in this city. They arrested this guy, which is the second point. So, I mean, he'll spend the rest of his life in prison. But this man lost his life, and it happened on a St. Louis City street. And I, I get just to think about where we are right now, where we are in life, um, very, 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 very sad. On the same day that they pro- had a, a, a minor protest to keep Kim Gardner in office. That's crazy. crazy. It was. I thought the... That was, I thought the, I thought this was the day before yesterday. No, this happened, it was, I believe this happened yesterday. No. Oh, it did happen Monday? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's where I'm confused. And that almost makes it worse. If it happened, you know, the day prior and they still have a protest on behalf of the protest happened Monday. Right. You're right, Lindsay. Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. The protest was Monday. Yeah. So I know it was the same day. Yeah, and we uh, nice job, MP, of getting that video up. Um, <clears throat> so there you we showed you the video. We showed you up to what happened. Um, I just looked at uh, the comment line. I know I just saw that's what we like you to do, Lizzie. I'm sorry. I just saw one thing that struck me from that is, number one, that's not gang val- violence. And it's ironic because Tabitha said white people are not being killed in the city, and they're not. Not coming. This was a homeless man who lives there, not somebody who is coming in from the county or somewhere else. Well, it's a, and it's not that there are none. I think I think in 2022 there were seven, no, 17 white folks killed in St. Louis City. So the guy that was shot was he white? Yes. yes. That's so sad. Now it doesn't matter what color it is, but I mean, where are the white people in the city? Like making a big deal out of this? They're not. But if it was the other way around, you know it. I know it. I'm just calling out the obvious. There would be protests galore and more police hate. Yeah, this video, uh, that's why I was hoping. And there was, did you know there was another guy involved initially? Yeah, there, were t- there was another guy in the video. And that that's when, I, yeah. He walked away. Exactly. And he that's got, when this guy was laying on the ground when they believe he was shot the first time. Now, we cover stories all across the country. Does that put another big, big black eye, another big negative on the city of St. Louis? Of course. Because yeah. it happened in St. Louis. Well, we that live be... here, it happens every day. It's just making but, national news now. But the, the thing about that was such execution style. Most are. Most of the homicides that happen and in St. We, Louis are. But we don't see video. like I mean, this Correct. guy so premeditated, had two minutes, and a guy inside of a... Tell you what, who's ever shooting that video, that must have been two-way mirror glass or something, right? To sit there and shoot video? Very strange. And very horrifying. You know, and a lot of people that I saw were talking about this, were saying, why didn't they go out in exactly, bum but, rush? Uh, but would you? Would you freeze in that situation? I, I, I don't know what I would do. I'm not sure. I would think I would want it stopped. Um, and Joe from the comment line, is it a hate crime? Yeah, it's a hate crime. For sure. 100%. 100%. It's a hate crime. Is it being described that way? Is it being called that way? No. No, maybe it's because it's difficult. I mean, Lizzie couldn't even tell if it the, the ethnicity of the man that was shot. You know, you had to ask if it was a white man, black man, Hispanic True. man. Um, no doubt, it's a hate crime. Um, was it reported differently because it was a black man <clears throat> shooting a white man? Oh, I'm sure versus it was, the other way they around. They didn't even mention the race. If it was the other way around, it would absolutely be mentioned. It would. 
and it's sad, but it's if a white person kills a black person, and you know I'm not racist, I'm clarifying that, but it's the truth. Somebody would be calling that out and yelling and screaming and carrying on and, you know, calling every racist folk. But if it's this way where a black person kills a white person, it's crickets. It, it's a shame, but it's the truth. It um, just is. I was, you never know what you're going to do until you're put in a situation, right? It's easy to armchair quarterback every stinking thing in our lives. If you have video and you're videotaping a guy that's getting ready to shoot somebody, do you knock on the glass? My first thing when I was watching, I was like, after I saw him actually shoot, I went, the guy in the glass starts yelling and screaming, but he never like knocked on the glass. I, I'm, I'm assuming they called 911, but good luck with St. Louis City calling 911 and getting somebody they, there they quickly. They did. Allegedly, after the first shot, that got their attention, and then they called 911, and then, I, I, from what I understand, two or three people were actually there taking video. But, you know, like Steve struck on the comment line said, St. Louis used to be a safe, vibrant city. But you know what? This, regardless of whether I say this happens every day in the city, this gets the attention that will keep people from going downtown. Well, yeah. Because no one wants to go downtown and think this could be them, that you could be going to a game downtown, you're sitting on a curb tying your shoe, and somebody comes up behind you and executes you. No, I got it. I, I totally understand. That's very, very scary. It is. And the people watching had to be just horrified. But that also shows the lack of bravery we have these days. Because I think back when I was growing up, if you saw that, because it didn't happen as much, if there's three men and just one guy out there fumbling the gun, those three could have gone and bum-rushed him and stopped this. If they were armed. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah, maybe they weren't armed. But they just yeah. stood there. I'm, I'm assuming they were. It's a, you know, that's a tough situation. If I were there, you want to think that you would do anything you could to keep this from happening. But if you're not armed, you're just going to get shot yourself. That That's true. And you might freeze. I mean, people don't know their flight response right. until it actually happens. I would like to think I would be a badass and go, but maybe I would have just stood there too and videoed. Maybe I would have. I, sure. It's, it's tough to know what you're going to do in that situation. I, I would have been begging on the glass. I'm sorry. I, I know I would attention. have. Yeah, there's other situations where I don't know what I would have done. On that situation, yeah. Especially, you want to do what you can to save a life. I. You don't go outside. That's when you call police. And videotape. Never, police will tell you never approach somebody with a gun if you're ever in a situation like that. Don't True. try to be hero. But from behind glass, knocking on him before he's got a gun, uh, yeah, letting him know. But at the same point in time, you know, a life was taken. Uh, another guy, we, have, we, we don't know a lot about him. Um, he'll spend the rest of his life in prison after that horrible situation. So, um, you know, we'll see what if it was just a blip on the screen or if it's going to continue to start a bunch of stuff going on all across uh, the country. I did see it on Fox News. I didn't see it on CNN yet. Um, I did see it on several... Um, websites uh, across the country, and that's what we're trying to show. So uh, I, I did just see Drew said that it was jammed for at least two minutes. You have a chance to bang on the glass. And that's what I was thinking, too. You know, if I were there and Maybe. I see this guy messing with a uh, gun. It's hard. It, I mean, I, that's why I said I can't say I would have done something, but you'd mm -hmm. like to think that this guy's his his gun is jammed. Go out there. I mean, if you're, there's two or three people there, this was a little guy, you know, this 23-year-old. He was a little small frame guy. Do what you can to take him out. Yep. So that Car was, or carry your weapon everywhere you go, which is what we all should be doing anyway. No, we should be one hundred percent. 
The other thing, and, and I just want to get this before I move on. Uh, by the way, we also have Kathy Elbig Strick at 8.30, as we do every Wednesday. Um, she'll be coming in. Um, Vic, unfortunately, if you bang on the glass and you're a witness with no gun, you're vulnerable. Yeah, you could be, but the thing with that is um, he screams so loud and the guy who shot the gun didn't even hear him. So if you're banging on the glass, you have protection. You can go around before the gun's even shot. Once again, Paul, I get it. We can all be armchair quarterbacks. Could he? Should he? Have? I'm just telling There's you what no I. There's no way to know. I'm telling you what I would have done. I, I I couldn't have sat there and shot video of somebody being killed. There, there's no way. So. But it's good anyway. that. But think about it the other way. The flip side of that, it's good he did because now the police have an undeniable case. They do. So we'll see if anything else happens with that. If there's any more uh, stuff that goes on. Um, okay. The another big national story. Lori Lightfoot is gone. Lori Yay. Lightfoot voted out. She will no longer be on the airwaves in Chicago as the mayor. Uh, I have two friends in Chicago. One's a Democrat. One's a Republican. I was messaging with them. They're both happy. But who takes her place? Yeah. Vallis? Well, that's the second point. Or Johnson. Um, you got Paul Vallis. Uh, Great guy, seem- seemingly. Well, yeah. And Brandon Johnson. Bad Brandon guy, Johnson. seemingly. <laughs> Tabitha says he's a bad guy because And he- not because he's black. Well, he's got the support of the Almighty Teachers Union, the hardcore. Well, of course they do. And that should tell you that's the one you don't vote for. And and Paul Vallis has the support of the police. So here you go. Chicago, the stage is yours. You get to make a decision. You got rid of Lori Lightfoot. She only had 17% of the vote. And some of the early indications, they had pretty good turnout. They did. And we talked about that yesterday. 214,000 ballots were requested before the election. Now, um, I, who knows? Does race come into play again? Duh, it, 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 they run their elections like St. Louis does, where it's a non-party. Right. You just put your name out there. So what does Chicago want? Does Chicago want another defund the police type of guy? Or do they want a guy that has the support of the police union? And a guy in Paul Vallis who also has strong business ties. Uh, Brandon's a former teacher. And, you know, and he's in... He's kind of Lori Lightfoot 2.0, he, he's, maybe 3.0. I think he'll be worse. I honestly think he'll be worse than her. Sometimes you have to choose the lesser of two evils. you know. And you have to be very careful. Remember when Saddam Hussein, such a bad guy that we got rid of him, uh, hung him, killed him? Look what's happened since, the, the rise of ISIS. You have to be very careful what you wish for. Because, yes, Lightfoot's gone. Who's going to take her place? Let's hope and pray it's Vallis. You say Chicago's changed in the last five years. Oh, I don't know about five years. When I when I lived there, I moved to St. Louis when I was 16. That was a long time ago. But when I lived there, it was nothing like what it is now. But also, Chicago is not exactly as dangerous as it's portrayed to be either. Because when you go, people say, oh, it's so bad, it's so bad. Parts of it are bad. There are still parts of Chicago where you can go and walk around at all times of day or night and feel absolutely safe and not be worried for anything. But then the the bad areas have expanded they're bigger, you know, they're badder. But but there's still some areas there that are still very nice in the city of Chicago. Nothing like what St. Louis is. It's such a vast city compared to St. Louis. Well, you've also got the people who supported um, Lori Lightfoot. Where does that 17% of the vote go to? And then now you, elections change when there's only two people as opposed to nine. That's why I was shocked that Paul Vallis received and won yesterday I, I, I can't remember, 33% maybe, 34 Does he pick up anything else? I'm not so sure. 
I'm a little bit worried that Brandon Johnson's going to pick up Lori Lightfoot's votes because they're the the same person. And we witnessed in the St. Louis area what happened with St. Louis County elections. You run three, four, five people, and they pick up the votes, and then where does their votes go if they lose? So, um, you know, it is what it is. Um, but we'll find we'll we'll soon find out what Chicago Chicagoans really want to do. Do they want to defund the police or do they want to add police? Because Vallis says he will hire hundreds more police. And then we have Johnson who says, I'm not going to get rid of police, but I'm not hiring anymore. How about this for mayor? He comes in and says, we're going to make if I'm there, we're going to make Chicago the safest city in America. That was his quote. I, I applaud the effort. I applaud the valor. There's I was nothing wrong with safety. What is why is safety such a racial thing? You know why why does why because can't, why African can't be, Americans on this show have told us that police single out African Americans. Really? So do criminals. Criminals single out. I agree with you, buddy. Criminals are <laughs> much more brutal than any cop I've ever seen. I've never seen an execution in St. Louis. I heard about them in the old days. Go to the courthouse, you get charged, you get found guilty of murder, and then they take you out on the steps and execute you. I never saw one on TikTok before. Wow, that was amazing yesterday. How to four and five and Mike Bush, if you didn't show this on your little nappy ass no, show they did. yesterday and we and we've been talking shame yeah we've been talking about that for about 20 minutes um and showing it it was eric it was crazy it, it's all about safety man it's crazy 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 where we are right now um i saw this morning i was watching channel two in the morning you, what, had, you watch channel two in the morning not all? usually you know no. what did you what did you see i, I we saw 20 to- minutes i saw 20 minutes of nothing but crime ridden garbage in st louis missouri yes. The execution wasn't the only thing. As a matter of fact, they didn't even show it. I was like, did they show any of the video? <laughs> None of it. None of it. None of it. You know, we you can't even show mug shots. Oh, is that or, right? You can't even show mug shots. Is no, that right? No, at least at, at yeah. two when I was there, you could. Because that's racist. Yeah. At, and that goes to Eric's yep. point is yeah. how safety got to be a racist. I don't understand that one. Babe. I don't understand it either. How, Why is safety bad? Because 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 these dumbasses for two years lived off of a motto, Black Lives Matter. And then that transitioned into defund the police. And then defund the police became the thing you would say at, at uh, cocktail parties. And at cocktail parties, the as, as Vic pointed out a couple of days ago, the Del Mar elite would uh, say, well, we got we to gotta vote for these, these morons that are defund the police. And then that's how Cori Bushes get elected. And then Cori Bushes get elected and the entire communities become, become unsafe. That's exactly how... So it's hard to transition back into, um, yeah, we're going to put more cops in place. Uh, these jails are going to get filled up. If you're a kid, you're not going to be tried as, a, as an adult like in the old days. Remember that when, when, remember when a kid would commit a crime back in the old days in the 90s? And, and it was like, you're going to go to jail for 20 years. And I know you're 17. It sucks to be you. But you just shot someone in the face. We need more of that. Anyway, back to football. Yeah, canceltheshow.com. <laughs> Once again, canceltheshow.com. MP on the boards. Lizzie, your social media is in the house today. And, of course, your host, Eric Johnson. Tab of the hassle, I'm Vic Faust. Uh, Kathy L. Big Strick coming up in a few minutes. Brad Young coming up at 9 o'clock as he's going to be breaking down uh, the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Kim Gardner's law situation what the possibilities of her leaving office are in the midst of all of this other stuff that's going on, plus uh, the Biden fiasco from classifieds to Hunter. If I was Kim Gardner, I would leave today. 
Come on, no. <laughs> no, listen to me. Listen to me. I wish she would. They had a, if, they had a rally for yesterday. So She's if, going nowhere. If I was Kim Gardner, I would say, I, I would say, I know where my bread is butter. I don't want to be in the middle of this fight forever. I would say St. Louis, the governor, the people in Jeff City, mm-hmm. they are racist. They are racist. And my new book is coming out on a, August 16th, and I'm going to go across the country and explain why prosecutors of my ilk are being targeted. If I was her, I would definitely look at the, at the, because what's going to happen, if she stays, you're, she's going to be Lori Lightfooted. And if you get Lori Lightfooted, but you're. How do, how, but she was elected again. How do you know she's going to get? How because, do you know that's going to happen? Because this is. Because, People like her. Because the execution uh, yesterday is going to jump on her resume, just like the volleyball player it is should. jumping on her resume. And if you get Lori Lightfooted, you then become, you then be go into administrative garbage. If Lori would have resigned and said, I'm resigning because this is too racist, I can't handle it, she would have been a social warrior. But now she's going to be relegated to doing, you know, house chores at, at the Hilton Inn down the street. You don't take money from George Soros and then quit. That's right, because she's, <laughs> she's paid She's paid to continue and on. That's the same thing with Lori. It's the same well, thing with, with uh, Kim Gardner. It's a war, Eric. That's how these prosecutors wow. see it. It's a war between liberalism and conservative, and they have not, to not win conservative. at any cost. No, conservatives have nothing to do with this. I'm as not a matter we're fact, in the war. Well, we are in the war As a matter of fact, a Democrat was the one that came in first up in Chicago, and we're looking at that guy as a conservative. Think about that for a second. Yeah. This is a liberal. And it's a, non, it's a non-party election like in St. Louis. You don't put... Right. Tags. You don't put Republican, right. Democrat, whatever. And but but that, he's a Democrat. But that could be why he doesn't get elected, because there are already people screaming out that he is way too conservative to be the mayor of Chicago. And, and right now, early polling well, has him in the lead. Didn't he double how up long on number two? Be? Didn't he double mm-hmm. up on number two, I thought? No, he, he beat him by a landslide. Well, no, it wasn't a landslide. You got to continue to cover it. You got to cover the stories in Chicago. You got to cover them in St. Louis. Uh, a, one of our viewers says that Fox 2 didn't even talk about it this morning. Didn't even talk about the shooting from yesterday, the murder. That's unbelievable. They said they were more concerned about Bill Service Fire in O'Fallon, Missouri. And that, and that <laughs> fire is a big deal because propane tanks is. were going on, but you still have to talk about the shooting. The good news, Fox though, 2 is, didn't even show it this morning. That's crazy. Jeff on the chat line says that the rally, though, for the mayor was like non-existent. So maybe that's good news. Well, tonight on Channel 2, I think they they start their series with Camo X, Saving St. Louis. Oh, my. The geniuses downtown at Fox and Camo X, <laughs> featuring Dave Glover or whoever. <laughs> Who knows who's going to be on that dumb show. Dave Glover is way be, too scared to hang with those It's going to be ridiculous. Well, I've been in those meetings, and not to come down, but it's like, you you I, I believe there's a heart behind it, but at the end of the day, they got to get ratings. Abe said they covered it last night. Okay. Yeah, well, whatever. I mean, not it's much. like it's just last night. So it's not news again today. Yeah, we'll we'll forget about it. Actually, the rest of the country's running it today as it takes center stage, but Well, you know. here in St. Louis, we have a big fire going on and I think that's kind of taking over all the news this morning. Now, where is that? That's in O'Fallon, oh, Missouri, right? Yeah, at yeah. K&M. Bill's K&M. Service K&M. Center. Where is that? Where's K&M? Where's By M? By Sondran. It's like the St. Go- getting ready to go it's, to St. Paul and O'Fallon. You're, it's, oh. all, it's more north. Gotcha. Yes. It's okay. North K. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's Bill's Service Center. I, I have no idea where that is. Another? Is it Hazmat? I don't believe so. Okay, well, then it's just a fire. 
but it's a very big fire. And fires happen. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're used to fires happening. That's what. Mm -hmm. I think it's a conspiracy. And. (laughs) Somebody lit those propane Kim Gardner did it. True. Who? Kim Gardner did it. Oh, okay. She's trying to take away from um, by the way, I need to give a, a bit of a news here. Eric, you, when we talk about safety and policing, real quick, and I'll get your opinion on it. Okay. I was told that the new police chief is a very strong guy, and he's waiting. He needs some support, but he's not just a, a yes man. I've been told that. Really? Yes. Is that right? Absolutely. Well, we, we said that. It's like, why do you come in from New Jersey? Or where he's from, he sounds like he's from New York, there, like a like a beat cop from New York, there. And uh, why would you come into a city just to say, "Yeah, I'll take the uh, the hundred thousand dollar a year salary just to be kicked around, so that the next job I go to, I have absolutely no respect about"? Because he's not going to live and die here. You would think he's just coming here to clean stuff up, don't you think, Deb? I think that, that I would hope that's what he wants. I know very yeah. little about this guy. I would hope that that's what he wants to do. I mean, and hopefully that's why he was brought here in the job he was supposed to do i think that the state control will help that along a little yeah. bit even though jones is still on the board of commissioners but the new board that they have set up i believe it is five what they call police commissioners which jones is one of them and i believe it's going to be five citizens of the city who are yeah. also going to be on that board so there's going to be a lot of oversight yeah and it, i don't know who these citizens are i don't know who all the other board members are so it just depends on how that direction goes. I just because don't. The, the police chief, Eric, it's all about how the mayor manages it. Yeah, I was ripping Tashara. Remember when she got elected? I was pissed. As you should. I was pissed that I was like watching her Facebook thing and it was all LGBTQ crap. I was like, man, you, you really have got to stop saying that when you have murders going on in St. Louis. But, but, Drew, this this will show how fair I am. I am impressed with what Kim is doing, at least in the public facing. I've seen her now a couple of press conferences wanting to bring business back downtown. I don't know how she would do it. I saw that she wants to get rid of Kim about, Gardner. Are you talking about? You're talking about Jones. Yes. You said Kim. Tish, but yeah. No, I said Tashara. I said I'm, I'm impressed with Tashara Jones, and I think that she is at least saying the right stuff. I have no idea what she's doing in her in her behind closed doors, but she's saying that she's got this straight uh, this street safe thing going on. And that was all predicated on that wreck that happened with the she's SUV. She's not doing any of these. You're giving her so no, much I, good No, but credit. at least she's talking she's sitting, about it. She's sitting at home collecting city taxpayer money. She's going to co- sit around and collect more city taxpayer money when the state uh, puts their little now, now look, in. See, the, the world is, is screwed up because you're manifesting you're so all nice. this bad stuff. You're so no. nice. <laughs> you're so nice, and I'm but so But that's mean. the great thing about our show is the fact that we're able to balance it. We come from different perspectives. <laughs> Uh, we had a lot of crime. We had that. We showed you the video. Pretty hardcore stuff. Taking a quick turn here, but at nine o'clock, we've got Brad Young coming into studio. We're going to talk a lot of law cases. What's happening with the Bidens? Kyle Rittenhouse, who's joining us live tomorrow, um, and then of course uh, Kim Gardner's situation. We'll also talk about the new uh, Emerson polling for presidential primary on the Republican side. It may surprise you. It may not. We're going to get into all of that coming up, which is very, very, very interesting. Uh, Tabitha's talked about social media scores before. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they're real. What? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. If you go it's out, happening. It, it, it's insane. It's more trying to cancel you because of your opinions and quotes. Really? Just, yeah. So we're trying to tease everybody so they stick with us for that nine o'clock hour as well. And then now we turn to our good friend, yeah. Kathy Hellbig Strict. 
uh, experienced real estate partners expect to be moved. Uh, Kathy's subject today, guys. The most misunderstood part of a sales contract yes. is what? The finance contingency. That's and right. I, I mean, not even by just the consumer, but also by the industry, professionals, even loan officers do not understand this. Do not understand this. Oh, my God. This is going to so, be good. Even yeah. loan officers don't understand. It boring, but it's really not. No, love, let's get into this. it. <laughs> and there's so many different yeah. kinds of contingencies. Yes. It is so confusing. Yes, yes it is. So the, the yeah. finance contingency <clears throat> is um, a, a huge part of the sales contract. And it is the part that, as a consumer, you're relying on a third party to give you money. Yes. So you're going into a deal with a seller saying, I'm going to buy your house, but I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. Someone else is going to give me the money. Correct. So how do I protect myself? Yes. So that's through, this, through the contingency of the finance contingency. <clears throat> the problem is people don't understand it. They likely don't even read it. If they do read it, they don't completely understand it. And then whoever they're putting their faith in doesn't always necessarily understand all the pieces of it. Right. So from a from a 40,000 mile view, yes, you're contingent on finance. If you don't get it, you have an out. So here, let's start from the beginning. I'm I'm ready for a house. I got to get pre-approved. Correct. What I've heard, the pre-approval means nothing. We talked about, I think we talked, let's we talked start about there. that last week. Yes, you did. <laughs> let's, let's start there. And pre-approval and pre-qualification are two different things. People often mix the, the, the terminology yeah. up. <clears throat> so everything is swept under the, the title of pre-approval. Right. If you do not go through some certain underwriting, then you are not pre-approved. You're pre-qualified. So pre-qualified is the very basic of, hey, I talked to the loan officer on the phone. I told them I make $300,000 a year. I told them my house payments are X, Y, and Z, and I think my credit's pretty good. Right. And so they're like, okay, so based on what the person told us, if these things all check out, right. then he's pre-qualified. Right. We qualified him for a loan based on what they said, or him or her. Yes. <clears throat> so that's that. Pre-approval takes a few more steps, takes the credit app, runs the credit um, you yeah. know, has some basic checks, checks that yeah. go down the line, checks and balances for verification that then says, okay, hey, based on what we've done so far, thumbs ups, looking good. We're going to qualify this, you know, qualify this person for a loan, but we still have to complete underwriting. We still need um, an address because a lot of times when you're getting pre-approved, there's not an address yet. So the house matters. Right. So I still need an address. I still need to verify your employment, and they do that sometimes more than uh, once. Yeah. You know, so those type of things have to happen after you go under contract. So that's why, even though you have a pre-approval, there's still some things. There's still some rocks they got to look. And at. you have the debt to income ratio, <laughs> which can kick everything out at the at, once the underwriter sees it. Exactly, and and sometimes people forget, like, oh, I forgot that I'm paying alimony, or I forgot that I have this or that. And that stuff comes up in the underwriting search, okay? So that's why someone that is pre-approved for a loan maybe later doesn't get approved for the loan because that drives people crazy. Like, what do you mean they didn't get in the code? But that's the whole reason why there's a finance contingency to protect the consumer. Yeah. Because you're saying, hey, Mr. Loan Officer, you just sold me a a, a bunch of baloney saying I can qualify for this loan. Now I got into a legal binding contract with somebody and now you're not going to give me the money? Yeah. So that's why that is in place. Right. Okay. So what happens to that legal binding contract at that point? So it's like, you went, you're, like you just said, you went through all the steps. And and it's like, all right, it's time to rock. That is inside the words of the finance contingency that I'm talking about because it sounds black and white. Yeah. And it is kind of, 
but people don't understand the ramifications. So yeah. as a consumer, you're saying, I'm checking the box that says I am contingent on financing. Yeah. With that, there are some obligations of that consumer. And one thing, the very first line says, you're willing to do all things necessary, including but not limited to blah, 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 blah. Right. So it means apply, provide your paperwork, get your tax yeah. returns, all those things we talked yeah. about that are paying the butt. It says that you are cooperating and doing all those things. You're ordering your appraisals. You're getting that stuff done. That's a huge one. I just had a huge argument with a loan officer out of like Springfield, uh, Missouri. Yeah. And she's been in the business for 30 years because I did my whole, I've been doing this for 26 years. She's like, well, honey, I've been doing this for 30. Right back. And I'm like, well, yeah. you've been wrong for 30 years yeah. because we had this huge, <laughs> huge battle of, of what it means. And, mm -hmm. and what she did is she, and I see agents do this all the time, <clears throat> is she sat on ordering the appraisal. Mm -hmm. Even though they applied, the house went under contract, they applied for, it was like a three-week closing date. So you don't yeah. sit on anything with a three-week closing date. <clears throat> but she sat on the appraisal. Because she was waiting to see if the buyer and the seller came to an agreement on their building inspection issues. Because if they didn't, then the appraisal would have been wasted, right? Because the deal would have fallen apart. Right. You don't get to make that decision. That is not doesn't say that in that part of the contract. And the yeah. problem is people are trying to be, you know, protect their consumer's money or be a hero and say, well, well I don't want to have you waste $400. You're risking a few hundred thousand dollars. You're yeah. risking damages and loss and lawsuit yeah. if you can't close on that property in time because you didn't do the all things necessary right. to move that loan forward. So we got in this huge battle of, well, I'm sorry, we can't close on time. We didn't order the appraisal. We're going to need another two weeks to close. Yeah. And then what about, F then you throw in FHA. <laughs> right. Because if you have it, let's say if you have a home, and it's contingent on financing, and then you throw if it's the FHA loan in the mix, and then they have to do that ridiculous longer. inspection. Yep. yep. And a lot then of times they come back and reinspect. That's right. A lot of times yes. those don't go through. Yes. Well, they can take longer. Yes. So you have to know going in. Don't do a two-week close if it's FHA or VA. It's a little bit longer process, so you need to prepare for that. But you know that's. That's a little more mainstream. People understand that more than they understand the basic sales contract wording. And I think part of it, the, the part that I have been on a soapbox for, for literally 15 years, and I still it still falls on deaf ears, <coughs> is that the contract language changed back in like early 2000s. Yeah. I don't know the exact year. I was in the business for a couple years first when it was worded a different way. Then they came out with these new sales contracts. Yeah. They changed the whole finance contingency part because what it used to be, is it used to say, we're contingent on financing, and there's a date in here, which is typically around 30 days that you, you give for financing. Yeah. My contingency is good for 30 days for me to get a, a, a loan commitment. So that was the buzzword right. for years is loan commitment. The problem is the loan commitments will come in and say subject to final underwriting, subject to appraisal, subject to blah, 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 blah. So the seller is getting this, quote, loan commitment 30 days in before they're packing up their house, but there's still all these contingencies on it. So they went back in St. Louis and re I don't know what everybody's contract is out there, but in St. Louis they redid the contract and they made that onus on the buyer now instead of the seller taking risks. So now instead of it being a loan commitment deadline, it's actually called the finance contingency deadline. So mm -hmm. that means 
after that date, you no longer have a finance contingency period. It's off the contract, where before it was never off the contract. And then the person, is that the go-ahead for that person to be able to pack up and move? Should be. Like a, an but actual the problem commitment. still reigns is that the industry itself still doesn't completely understand that. They still retroact back to, well, yeah. wait a minute, loan commitment, loan commitment. Yeah. No, it's finance contingency or no finance contingency. On Let's say it was an April one day. On April 2nd, you don't have a finance contingency. So if your lender failed to order that appraisal, and now you, they can't physically close in time for you. That's your problem. Yeah. That's not my problem. We're talking with Kathy Hellbigstrick. She's the best in the business. She joins us every Wednesday. All you have to do is pull the string, wind her up, let her go, <laughs> and there she'll go. No, this is great it's stuff. It's very good. No, Kathy. No, I'm. Well, this, this is, is where the rubber meets the road, right here. So, Kathy Hellbigstrick, experienced real estate partners, experienced real estate partners. Uh, Expect to be moved. Expect to be moved. 314-476-SOLD. 314-476-SOLD. Give her office a call. Um, her or her team will talk to you. Any, I mean, any questions at all. Even if you're not buying right now or whatever, you got questions, give them a call. The team, as you hear with Kathy, is so damn knowledgeable. <laughs> and they'll, they'll lead you. They'll get you going with everything that's going on with this. Um, from a standpoint as well, let them know. That you heard Kathy on canceltheshow.com. It helps them know too because they've invested and they're a part of what we're doing at Cancel This. Um, when you talk about the contingency factor, mm -hmm. what's the final thing? What is the thing that people absolutely have to take away from this topic that you say can be boring, mm -hmm. but is so dang important? Uh, understand it yourself and don't rely on the people that are explaining it to you. I hate to say that, even though you should be involved with a real estate agent and a loan officer that understands the bottom line of that, yeah. but the bottom line is you're the one on the hook. You know what it mm -hmm. seems to me you're like, the one on the hook. can I start a business with you? The, yes. The, okay, check this out. Barndominiums for everybody. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's the, that's the fun side. Financing for <laughs> Why can't we have like a barista where you have a coffee over here and he goes, what we're going to do is we're going to get all your paperwork first. We're going to show me how much you make. We're going to show you how you want to set up your financing. And then someone comes in there, whether it's AI or a real person or whatever it is, and they go, boink. Oh, look, you can get approved for $400,000. Like speed dating for real estate? Yes, you can get approved for $400,000. <laughs> you're, you're already pre-approved. As a matter of fact, here's your blank check. Go find the house. you. So you've set up your financing first, mm -hmm. and then you have the power of that check. Mm -hmm. I got what if this you're lying? Don't. Hold on. Don't, don't listen to her. <laughs> Come she on, only, She only confuses yeah. me. She's uh, so anyway, you. You have this blank check. It's a cashier's check written out to whoever wants to take it that will sell the house to you. So now you walk into a myriad of St. Charles houses, St. Louis houses, and you go, "I'm fine here. This is all I got. This is it. I can do. I can do whatever I need to with this." Don't you think that would be more powerful than finding the the seven hundred thousand dollar house that you can only afford four hundred thousand dollars? What what I've said for years is I just wish that the the mortgage industry would look at the finance contingency as the closing date, and not the closing date. Because anything that happens between that and the closing date, that's where the trouble comes. Mm -hmm. There's no provisions for the buyer. But back to the reason why that doesn't work yet okay. I'd love it to it's something the closest to that is being it's called being fully underwritten a fully underwritten approval why can and they happen? are coming up with new programs right now so once steve can actually talk yeah. again we'll bring him in too <clears throat> but um there are new programs out there where they are underwriting the buyer with these cash programs yeah 
And I might even bring somebody in next week on that. I'll let you know. They are uh, putting the cash up for the buyer right. and then closing with the buyer after the fact. So that it's coming. Yeah. The reason why in the past you haven't been able to just go, here's your pre-approval and here's your money. Number one, they go spend their money on something else. Well, no, no, no. Uh, let's say a funded <laughs> account. they don't. Yeah. Let's say a funded, okay, funded escrow account, account. Is because the missing piece is the property. Who cares? Then, then well, the property's the collateral. Right. That's why. But why couldn't the, why you couldn't say, we believe in you enough for 400000 We'll figure the property stuff out later. As a matter of fact, you can't go buy a jalopy. We have to, now you have to go through the process yeah. backwards. I'm, I'm sure it's coming because there's all it kinds just makes of sense. changes in the yeah. industry. But that's been the number one holdup in, in the past is that we're giving you this money and your the property is our assurance that if you don't, you don't pay yeah. us back, yeah. then we're coming after this property. So you go buy a piece of junk that now ends up not being worth what we lent you, yeah. then that becomes the problem. Kathy, do, wow. from the comment line, mm -hmm. do you know of any mortgage teams that you trust for your client needs? Well, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. So yes, we have our partners that are tried and true. Um, you can call me and I will be happy to there you go. touch That's with me. them <laughs> for sure. Uh, but yeah, I've been in, like I said, been in the business for 26 years and I've worked with the biggest names and I've worked with no names. And I can tell you, if you don't have a personal relationship, if you're, if your realtor doesn't have a personal relationship or you yourself, you should yeah. go in with eyes wide open. Because, we have a couple, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, go ahead. We have a couple minutes left. We have yeah. a couple minutes left. I'm curious when you see all the crime stories, it's been a big story in the St. Louis area, the Chicago, wherever it might be. Um, how is that affecting real estate and sales throughout the St. Louis, like the St. Louis city area? Because yeah. there's some really nice parts of St. Louis, but there's also some bad parts. Yep. And we already know the crime is horrible. Have Correct. you seen certain trends that happen and explain to yeah, people you know, what's it's happening? More with Relo. Relo reads the headlines. <clears throat> people are, are are researching their cities before they have an ability to, you know, accept the job position. And St. Louis gets a bad rap because of our rankings and so forth with East St. Louis being brought in and all the, the different ways that they rank the crime statistics. So when you hear of St. Louis in, in general, it's like, ooh, I hear that's dangerous, kind of like Chicago, what you were saying about Chicago on the way here. Um, and so that will give some of those people pause. Now, once they connect with somebody here and then we can kind of shed some light on, just like in most areas, there's certain yeah. areas of pockets of that, yeah. then we can overcome some of that. But definitely, you know, the crime statistics and schools and all of that affect. Yeah. And it was state. quick, too, That's wasn't it? That's why the values don't. Mm -hmm. Well, no, how come the values don't reflect the crime in St. Louis? St. Louis seems to be a just a booming market as far as the the cost of each house that's out there right now. Is my, are you my seeing that right? But not St. Louis City proper. No, not that's proper. There are free yeah. houses yeah. in St. Louis City. City. Yeah. What? Really? They're $1. Yeah. That's you can pay the taxes, they're yours. <laughs> yeah. What can we do about the blithing of St. Louis? And I mean, you Boy, you would be the perfect... the answer to that. Man. Well, you would be the perfect person to <laughs> yeah. ask yeah. because I've always wondered... I always feel like this. You need a Moab bomb to go out right in the middle of yeah. St. Louis and just take down those historic places because they are not yeah. coming back. I but I feel like we... I don't know. This may be controversial. We lost all life in the city of yep. St. Louis. There's, there's not. The You're shopping, speaking factual. Not the That's, restaurants. Yeah. Not the hotspot. 
There's not the music venues, like none of that stuff anymore. That and they're just talking have. downtown in the, in yeah, the, in downtown, the downtown. metropolitan. I'm talking about like just north of that, just south of that, yeah. where you have these. Just, yeah. And this is a fantastic, we don't have to do this today, but you have these little houses built in the 50s for union families. Mm-hmm. They're super small. Yep. They're kind of worthless these days. Or is there, <laughs> They're maybe, about two or $300,000 yeah. these days. I know. Yeah. It's like kind, I mean, it's what, what do you do with that to revitalize this whole city? In the midst of all this crime that's going on, or, and this is an answer as well, mm-hmm. I know I'm pulling into all this serious, <laughs> heavy stuff, so serious. or you just make a big park out of St. Louis. Yeah. You know? I mean, that it would take so much money and so much time to, to me, I think, for those areas that you're talking about yeah. to try to turn it over, but... In some areas, I. It, but the thing, Eric, you can't just bulldoze that down and make a park because people actually people live there, there, you know, and, and where are those people going to go? They, it, the time, kind of like the airport buyout, like the... It yes, exactly. thank you. That's right. Time. It yeah. does take time. And Eric, over in South City, my family has a two flat over there. You know, despite the crime in that area, they're still getting a lot of money for property in that area. I was shocked to find out. I'm some shocked these, hearing you say this. Yeah, some of these little houses, Eric, that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody knows them. They're real cute little brick houses. Right. They're two or three hundred thousand dollars or that more. Right. Go down by Francis Park in in, mm-hmm. in St. Louis City. I mean, the prices are four or five hundred thousand dollars for some of these houses. When did that happen? That doesn't seem right. Over the last, last 20 years. No, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. I'd say probably you, you see the biggest uptick in the last seven years. Last seven years. Yeah. And, you know, rental property, like our yes. two flat in the city, I mean, there, we, if we put it up for sale today, there would be li- buyers lined yeah. up. Yeah. Lined up. How do you? People uh, are still buying in the city. We're talking finance and mortgages real quick. Mm-hmm. How does somebody come into your office and say, all the houses I see on Zillow that I would like to live in, is a mortgage of three thousand to thirty five hundred dollars a month. How do you rectify that with them? How do you go? Okay, let's see if we can work on that number. And and, and they say, well, I can't come up with two hundred thousand dollars to put down on this house. You know that it has to do with the interest rate. You know it has to do with the inflated prices of these houses. Mm-hmm. What's how does that? Because they want a house, but they yeah. they're like, my job just doesn't afford thirty five hundred dollars a month. Well, I think St. Louis just has had to have a housing shift because there's been other states that have been paying that type of mortgage. For quite a long time, you know, California and, and the booming states, and we've we've had such an affordable level of housing in St. Louis for such a long time that we probably didn't didn't escalate slowly like some of the other areas did. So we noticed such a big jump yeah. from where we were to where we are, but we're we're probably not too far off still on the affordability factor as compared to other states. So huh. it is shocking when you're used to, especially yeah. when we're old, you'll go like, man, we paid a nickel uh-huh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Same thing with housing. <laughs> yeah. You're, yeah. Basically, you're getting old, Eric. You're looking at those, sure, you're those back mortgage in day, Vic. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Led Zeppelin used to run the <laughs> anyway. Eric, that's hey, why real estate... I didn't say that because I'm older than you. So. That's why real estate <laughs> continues to make people wealthy. Yes. And that's why we continue to focus on yep. this show. Yeah. Right. We take out a big chunk yep. of that. Kathy, any ideas what you're going to talk about next week before we let you go or do you want to think about it i'll think about it and shoot it to you soon what about all right i'll tell you i'll give you a hint an alternative can give me some topics alternative methods to this industry i think are it's time what are you talking about i'm talking about we get the money he wants the barista we get the barista (laughs) you go in and you say we're gonna the bumper sticker is we believe in you go find the house you like and you get funded first Mm -hmm. 
Then you go find a <laughs> then you go find a barn dominium in All Forestel. Right, yeah, house Man, I'm telling you what, oh. you want quality of life? House follow me. On the river. Kathy Helbigstrick. <laughs> on the river, yes. Expect to be moved. Put expect to be moved. Three one four two seven six sold. Three one four two seven six sold. And at a time coming very soon, she'll be able to talk about. Um, her loan companies, her yes. mortgage officers, and I, things of that nature. Kathy Helmick's strict experience, real estate partners. Kathy, thanks so much. Thank you. Have a great day. We all learned a lot again. Yes, we did. All right, my can- brain's exploding. It's canceltheshow.com. Once again, canceltheshow.com. Check out our website. Of course, all of our original like content. You guys know what we do Monday through Friday. We are here 8 to 10 a.m. Central. You can always go to our website at cancelthisshow.com. I got it. I got it. What are you talking about? I I, I got it, Vic. Sometimes you just got to let me riff. Riff, Uh, I know. An old barge at the Party Cove on the river, and then you take some of those old Chinese storage containers, and you can make all kinds of houses. We could be billionaires. On the river? On the river. That's. Have you smelled the river? (laughs) Well, then you just Maybe not in St. Louis, Eric. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe go out to Eminence or somewhere. Yeah. You gotta think outside the box, people, to be happy. I, I know. I, I know. I got it. Um, no, Kathy, we appreciate you joining <laughs> us <Again>. today. <laughs> hey guys, coming up still, uh, lots to get to. Lots to get to. I love uh, it. Brad Young from Harris Dow Fisher and Young is gonna join us. He used to join us on radio all the time. He'll be making his first appearance on the podcast, the live show that we do now. Um, he'll be talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse situation, Kim Gardner situation, and Hunter and Joe Biden, the classified documents. There's so much to get to. And we have Kyle Rittenhouse before Fox News does national. When are they getting them? Tomorrow night. You're kidding me. Tomorrow, tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Kyle Rittenhouse. Are you kidding me? Yes. I thought they were getting them before us. Nope. Tomorrow night it will be Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, crap. That's not good. I wonder if Fox News is going to stop him from doing his interview with us. No. no. He's of on a media tour. Not. He's on a media tour. He can tour. do whatever he wants to do. Okay. I promise you, it's verified. He's in tomorrow at 9 o'clock. It's so You good. just scared the hell out of me. Good. Then we need to leave with our link. questions. Right. Yes, by video link. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're going to be promoting that tonight also. Um, a, a GoFundMe account because he's also trying to raise money for his uh, legal defense because now he's got two families coming after him uh, for civil suits in regards to what happened with uh, his night and everything else yes. regarding Second Amendment rights and oh, stand your ground. I wonder if Brad would be available to do pro bono work for him. Oh, he might be. Let's take a quick break. You know what I'm saying? I know. Come I on. Hear you. Him, oh, Brad yeah. Young is, well, he works for everybody. If you need somebody, and Brad will tell you what he specializes in a second. got to take a quick I break. I can't wait. Our I feel like I know. I just excited. Going. Okay, I know. we got to take a quick break. Our sponsors, we have to let them say their words. Of course, they support canceltheshow.com. If you're in the business for anything that they are selling, jump in. Let them know that you heard about them on Cancel the Show and that they're doing canceltheshow.com. MP on the boards, Lizzie in studio with our social media, Eric Johnson, Tabitha Hassel. I'm Vic Faust. We'll be back in about two minutes. Don't go anywhere. Share the show. Like, subscribe, canceltheshow.com. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagwe. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagwe.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now. 
You've waited, and now it's here, the unveiling of the latest Carroll House Lifestyle Collections. I'm Brooke, with my sister Amy, inviting you to see three football fields of the latest styles. Our new lifestyle collections are premium quality furniture, made exclusively for us and available only at Carroll House. The attention to detail is unmatched, and so is the value, nearly half the price of a typical gallery store. Plus, get free financing, delivery, and in-home design. Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at cancelthisshow.com. Kathy O. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314-276-SOLD. That's 314-276-7653 or 5 Finder online at experience-re.com. Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, welcome back in. It's Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. MP on the boards, Lizzie Sparks running our social media in studio today, back from Florida. Eric Johnson, Tab the Hassle. I'm Vic Faust, and if it wasn't enough, we are now adding in our friend Brad Young, Harris Dowell, Fisher, and Young. What in the hell? Yeah, I know. You've got to be kidding We've me. We've got Brad rejoining us. Where's of course, at? Brad. Good morning. As you say hi to us today, and you look good and you sound good, thankfully, um, as you reintroduce yourself to our, our new audience as well, we have a lot of old listeners, but we've also got new viewers as well, so they need to understand who Brad is and uh, where you're broadcasting as well these days. Well, uh, I'm sitting here in my palatial office. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not palatial. Uh, <laughs> it's very I, nice. got, I, have to, I have to have a fake tree because I, I kill every plant I touch. Amen, brother. <laughs> Amen. But, uh, <laughs> but it's great to talk to you guys again. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a practicing attorney here in St. Louis, Harris, Dow, Fisher & Young. And I'm also a legal analyst over on KMOX Radio. And I've got a show there every Wednesday night from 8 to 10. And then I fill in during the day. Okay, here's the deal. Tomorrow night, or tonight, one of the two, KMOX is having the Save St. Louis simulcast. Will you be a part of that? 
Uh, I, I don't think so. You need no, to be. No he would have no known that. You need yeah, to be. he would know if he was part of that. <laughs> hey, uh, Brad's more interested in that. that. <laughs> Brad's got that. Brad, you win for having the most badass mic I have ever seen. Yeah, okay. what's up with that? That is, that's serious <laughs> studio-grade stuff right yeah. there. It, it, it is. And you know what's really funny, guys? I do a lot of video appearances now with courts. Yeah. And and every time I'm on there, the judge always goes, whoa, what kind of, <laughs> I know. What, what are you doing over there? He records local artists' music and, on his <laughs> off hours, singers hey, and songwriters. Listen, nothing, nothing but the best. <laughs> yeah. Nothing but the best for cancel this. Brad, <laughs> I am so excited you're here. Hey, Brad, I asked you a couple topics you. to jump into. Uh, we're St. Louis-based. Can you break down this Kim Gardner situation for us? Everybody's like, oh, my God, she's leaving. Then everybody's like, oh, my God, she's not. They're like, well, she may, she may not. What can we really expect with Kim Gardner and a court hearing and maybe the Missouri Supreme Court? Let let me kind of give you an overview of the situation leading up to basically yesterday. Uh, What happened is, is that the Supreme Court under Section 93 of the Missouri statutes is empowered to bring a matter called uh, Quo Warranto. Whoops, got to get rid of that. I heard something uh, about circuit called a motion here. called Quo, quo Warranto. And under a Quo Warranto action, uh, what happens is, is that the attorney general is empowered mm-hmm. under the statutes to file a, a charge in equity, meaning they're not asking for damages. They're asking for the court to do something, take an action. And that action that they're asking for is to remove Kim Gardner from office. And there's essentially uh, the, the main points of this Quo Warranto action is that Kimberly Gardner has been negligent in doing her job. That's the basis. Yes. Now, we know that it's it's it comes on the heels of this Janae Edmondson tragedy. Yeah. But it's not focused on the Janae Edmondson tragedy. That's simply uh the the straw that broke the proverbial camel's back uh, in terms of negligence. And in the Janae Edmondson situation, the defendant who ran her down, uh, Daniel Riley, uh, he had broken the terms of his bond 51 times and the attorney general or rather the circuit attorney's office did nothing even after 51 occurrences of violating that bond. So, uh, so this is the basis, this and all of the other things that we know so well here in St. Louis, when, when police bring cases to Kimberly Gardner, she doesn't do anything with it. She doesn't prosecute them. There's a situation from two years ago where a police officer brought a signed confession by a criminal defendant. And Kimberly Gardner said, you know, I'm not going to prosecute that. Oh, wow. So, so a signed defendant, I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. No, it and doesn't. And she refused to, to prosecute. Uh, that's the one charge. The other basis of this is her negligence and her office negligence in terms of just prosecuting crimes in general. Uh, the assistant attorney generals, who she's had 150% turnover of attorneys in her office, meaning that people have already come and left since she was elected multiple times. And she was only elected in 2017. And so uh, the prosecutors come to office or come to court rather, they're not prepared. And defendants have actually been released because of the negligence and the literally malpractice of the attorneys in her office by not being prepared. And this is a pattern of conduct. It's yeah. not just one time, two times. It's a pattern. It's a daily pattern of conduct. So when you put all that together, this is the basis for Attorney General Bailey's petition mm-hmm. to have her removed from office. And why is it so controversial? I don't even understand that. It's like 
The, we always talk about government, and whenever you think about government, you think of checks and balances. The president has a check and balance. Congress has a check and a balance. It seems like everything. Every, if we hire someone, if you're the if you're the work doing the work of the people, there needs to always be a check and a balance on you for the work that you've been elected to do. I, and I, that's a full stop. At that point, Kim Gardner is completely neglecting her duty as a prosecutor, whether whatever she. So the check and the balance is that taking place? Is that are they doing it right? You think? Do you think that our attorney general is is doing this properly, or is there something else he could be doing? Eric, that's exactly what this is. This is the check and the balance on the process. The, the answer to your first question, why is this so controversial? Here's why. Kim Gardner was elected twice to this position. Uh, the first time she was elected, she received, I believe, 77% of the vote. The second time that she was elected, I believe, she uh, I haven't researched it, but just going by memory, she got 74% of the vote. So the reason why it's controversial, at least uh, ostensibly here, is that she was elected with a vast majority of the of the vote, and now she's going to be removed from office by someone uh, that 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 uh, goes against allegedly the will of the people. So that's the reason why it's controversial. Tab, but when you look just at said- it in the context of the law, yeah. it's not controversial because she has been performing social justice, right. but not enforcing actual justice. Correct. What you just said, she's going to be removed. Well, I mean, that's the well, quote Warranto action yeah. is to remove her from office. Oh, yes. yeah. Do you, I just asked Tabitha to ask, I'm, how do you handicap this? What do you think is going to happen? Well, here's, let me answer that. I've got to give you a few more facts and okay, then I'll sorry. give you my, my guess on it. It's okay. Since this is a judge ruled matter, mm-hmm. uh, it's not, it doesn't go to a jury. There's not a jury of her peers yep. because it's not a criminal action. It's to remove her from office. So since it's going to be decided by a judge, all of the judges in the city of St. Louis recuse themselves okay. and would not be a judge in this matter right. because they are all potential witnesses. So judges will be deposed in this case. Oh, wow. And the judges will have to say under oath whether either Kimberly Gardner in particular or her <laughs> office in general yes. have been negligent in their duty. And didn't Kim Gardner just lie about them just like a couple of days ago saying, hey, this wasn't our fault. This was the judge's fault. Yeah, she was blaming this whole thing with Janae Edmondson on Judge Brian Hettenbach. Brian, yeah. She's uh, done. Who I used to work Brian Hettenbach used to, and I used to be in the same law firm together. So I've desperately wanted to call him, but I've de- I've decided maybe that's not the best thing to do. <laughs> Let him be. So Let him be. I'm not going to call him. But, uh, uh, but, but the bottom line here is, is that when the judges testify to her ongoing negligence, yes. and we know they will because oh we've seen it reported over and over and over again, at some point, the judge, it becomes overwhelming evidence to rule in favor of Attorney General uh, Bailey and remove Kim Gardner from office. Yes. Now, under the statute, one more interesting quirk here, under the statute, under Section uh, 90, 98, what happens is when she's removed from office, the there's an expedited appeal, and it goes directly to the Missouri Supreme Court. Okay, yep. And the Missouri Supreme Court will ultimately decide this. Okay. But here's something I said on KMOX very quickly here last week. I said that that we we can we can blame a lot of people in this situation with Kim Gardner, but I blame the Missouri Supreme Court. Yes. yes. Because last year, the Missouri Supreme Court had the opportunity yep. to remove her from office for uh, for literally violating the ethics laws and any other attorney in the state of Missouri who did what she did would have been would have been had their li- law license suspended. 
But because it was Kimberly Gardner, because the Supreme Court apparently didn't want to go against the, the vote of the people, they chose to punt on this issue and find her a whopping $750 and a slap on the wrist. Wow. I partially blame the Missouri Supreme Court. Had we had a new prosecuting attorney in office last year, perhaps Janae Edmondson today would still have wow. her legs. Hey, Brad, what are we looking for time-wise? We know this. there's a process to this. So I'm curious, how long is all of this going to take? Well, we, we're very accustomed in this country to having legal proceedings drawn out over an enormous period of time. Yep. And as I'm fond of saying, that's not a bad thing as long as the lawyers are getting paid. Right. So oh my God. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm being a little facetious. No, you're not. Yeah, well, actually, that's my wife's favorite phrase is she said she always loves it when the lawyers get paid. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, so remember us that, little guys when we need your help. How about that? <laughs> hey, listen, I'm always at your beck and call, Eric, as long I'm, as your clears. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm check sure doesn't clear, then I don't know you. I understand. <laughs> I'll work so, harder. <laughs> so in this instance, though, unlike this, this procedure where we were accustomed to this taking years and years and years to play out, this will be an expedited procedure. And in fact, Attorney General Bailey has already scheduled Kim Gardner's deposition for April 14th. And, and just to put that in context, when I'm scheduling depositions in my cases, they're usually three to six months out. Wow. And he's already scheduled her deposition for April 14. Yeah. So this is going to be an expedited process. And I'm telling you that, that and when I tell you that this will be resolved by the end of the year, that seems like a, a, a very long time to most people. But in the in the course of a legal proceeding, that's like warp speed on Star Trek. Yeah. Okay. Do you even <laughs> dare? Will be done this year. Do you even Excellent. dare guess what happens at the Supreme Court then? Well, I, you know, I, I called it wrong. I was certain that the Supreme Court would remove her from office last time when yeah. we were dealing uh, with uh, William Tisby, because again, any other attorney who did what she did would have had their license suspended, but somehow she got a pass. Right. So the question becomes here: Will the Supreme Court again give her another pass, or? Will the Supreme Court of Missouri say, you know, we gave you a get out of jail card free once, but we're not going to give it to you twice. Yeah. And I, I agree That's with right. that. It's like it seems to me like fool me once, shame on me, fool me twice. OK, Cam, you're gone. That's kind of how I think it might happen. But um, it, the will of the people is can only go so far if we hire. If we if we voted for our you know, um, you know a bar manager at Outback Steakhouse because we like them, mm. yet they never ordered food and they and they kept getting shut down because of health concerns, we, we <laughs> should we should fire the manager correct because they're not doing their job no matter if they were elected or not because the it just I'd love for you to speak about that a little bit it's like Saint about the Lu precedence right You're, yeah. I mean KMOX is doing saving St Louis that needs to be part of the conversation. It doesn't matter what the will of the people are. It needs to be the will of keep doing your job, don't you think? Well, it, to here's, save St. Louis. Here's the way that I phrased it. I, I, again, I argue for a living, and I always love it when I'm on Camel X, and I encourage if you disagree with me, please call me, and yeah. I will put you at the top of the list because there's nothing I like more than someone who disagrees with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I, I'm, I answer that in this way. I had a, a left, a very left progressive friend of mine who said that Kim Gardner should not be removed from office because it violates the will of the people. And I said, really? And this is the way I set him, I set him up. I said, so you think any time that the people elect an official to office, then that official should not be removed from office. And that person progressive walked right into my 
uh, my intellectual trap <laughs> and said, absolutely, that's the case. I said, really? So you you were against it when Trump was uh, d- was uh, uh, when he was impeached mm-hmm. on two separate occasions. You supported President Trump during that impeachment, didn't you? Right. No, I didn't. Of, of course, course I didn't. Not. I said, oh, so you're for the removal of someone from office who was properly elected by the people. Right. You're in favor of that. <laughs> no, I'm not. And then they wanted to stop arguing. Yeah. So really, you, you have to be consistent. Yeah. And the consistency is if someone violates the law that allows for their removal of office, then that procedure has to play out. Yeah. And, and that's that, what we're seeing. And that goes right for here. trash. Yeah. To, it to, does. Trash pickup and, and dog catchers all across the board. If you're not doing your right. job and your city is suffering and you're doing harm to the region, bye. Don't yeah. forget to write. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, you don't know right. how to do the job properly. It's not that big of a deal. We'll find someone. And in my opinion, with government, I'm sure, Vic, you feel the same way. These people should be invisible. We shouldn't even know their damn names. No, you're it's right. Just they're doing such a good job. But, it's like, yeah, elect them again. They're fine. Whatever. We'll continue but, to follow that case, yeah, too, and, Brad. And, Brad, thank you for yeah. touching base on that, because I was very concerned about the setting of the precedents. No doubt about it. Hey, Brad, can we switch gears and get to Kyle Rittenhouse and inform everybody we're supposed to have him on tomorrow at 9 o'clock? He is now being sued civilly after um, he had an incident, of course, in Wisconsin where he was defending himself, and it's a Second Amendment right case. Where Where is the latest uh, situation headed, in your opinion? Well, we all know about the criminal case where, where Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted of murder, and uh, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he can't bring a civil case because, again, the standards are completely different. In the criminal case, it's proof beyond a reasonable doubt. In a civil case, it's a, what's called a preponderance of the evidence. Who has 51% of the evidence? So it's a completely different standard. But here's what's interesting to me. We all saw the dramatic video. And the video is what allowed, uh, is what allowed Kyle Rittenhouse mm-hmm. to be acquitted in the, in, this, in the criminal case. And I believe it will also be the video that will help him in the civil case because we saw the video of Gage uh, Grosskreutz, who was literally pointing his pistol at Kyle Rittenhouse when Kyle Rittenhouse defended himself uh-huh. and shot him. Yeah. We all saw the video. And I and if you remember in the criminal case, Gage uh, Grosskreutz, who's the plaintiff in the civil case, he testified on the stand, I was afraid for my life. I pulled my gun and I pointed my gun at Kyle Rittenhouse. Yep. By that testimony alone, and there's video of that testimony, by that testimony alone, Kyle Rittenhouse should win the civil case yes. because self-defense is a legitimate defense to a civil charge of assault. Okay, so that's such a good. I, I, this so civil or a criminal. I get you. 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 We're trying you. The we're going to prosecute you. This is a criminal thing. At some point, is it fair that this Kyle Rittenhouse kid has to? Because it's a tool. It's a tool that one side will use. Okay, we might not have put him in jail, but I tell you what, we'll litigate this kid till he's eighty years old. Is there a point? Where somebody can come to his defense and say, enough is enough. You cannot sue this kid anymore. He's, he can't go broke because because one side wants to take him down. And it's the liberals. The, it's the gun control activists. It, what, do you, can you just kind of talk to, about that? Because that's what they did to OJ. It's like, okay, if we didn't put well, you in jail, we're going to go after you for everything else. Eric, you stole my thunder. I was going to give you that as <laughs> an example. Of course you did. Yeah, and you're you're Eric. You're just too smart. All right, go and on. You are. And, Here we go. Uh, but in this, Tab of the take note. Here we go. Tab of the take note. 
So yeah, flag the tape on that one. Right. But uh, but but in this instance, OJ is the model where OJ could not be convicted in criminal court. Right. But the family the the family of Nicole Brown Simpson sued OJ and and received an enormous verdict from that. Right. A verdict that he's never going to pay because he's still on the golf courses looking for the murderer. Exactly. So right. exactly. It, so in this instance, though, that's just the way the process works. And that's the same process that's going to work here. The difference is, however, the difference is, unlike in the OJ case, we literally have both video and sworn court testimony from the plaintiff, Gage uh, Grosskreutz, testifying that he was afraid for his life. He pulled his gun and he pointed it at Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, that's the difference here from the OJ case. And that's why I think that uh, I think that a civil jury will acquit. Uh, Rittenhouse when it when it eventually makes its way to a and jury trial. Do you I think agree that the, you do you that. think that the lawyer? I mean, it seems like he needs some pro bono help because the kid, like I said before, he can't afford someone that's going to come and sit because he's not afforded any attorneys at this point. Now he's going to have to be on the hook for hundreds of thousands of dollars to have someone defend him. At some point, don't you have? How do you justify Kyle having to pay this thing off for the next forty years? Well, I, I do expect practically in this case, I do expect uh, either an individual or individuals or groups will step up and pay for his defense. Okay. So I, I really don't think that's going to be an issue, but it does raise another issue. Let's say, for example, the jury rules in favor of the of the plaintiff, mm-hmm. Grosskreutz, uh, would would Kyle have any resources available to pay a judgment? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. I mean, I, I don't know his resources, but it's not like a, an insurance company that has unlimited amounts of money. He has a limited amount of money, and chances are, even if they're victorious, uh, they, they won't really collect. He won't really collect anything from Rittenhouse. Well, right, we, right. we want to make sure. I, I mean, I agree with you, Brad. I don't think the civil case will play out. I, I don't think that they will win anything on that. But And I hope they don't, because what we have to remember is any proceeds from a book or a movie deal or anything else that Rittenhouse is part of, they will seek to take away from him, which is correct. And and I'm so glad that we have that video. We were just talking earlier about video in the St. Louis case. Video is so important. I watched that video play out. We see every incident. And in every single incident, when you see the entire video, he was doing nothing but defending himself. Right. And, And years ago, when we first had this debate about, for example, body cameras on police officers, and a lot of conservatives were were against that. I have never been against that because mm-hmm. my goal isn't to support conservatives. My goal isn't to support liberals. My goal is to ascertain the truth. Mm-hmm. And the video helps you ascertain the truth. And if that truth means that, for example, in police situations, if cops are, are, are did something wrong or bad, then they should be prosecuted. Yeah. But the vast majority of the situation is the cops did nothing wrong, and yet because of the perception uh, that the that the plaintiffs make uh, that makes the cops look bad, and video helps them every time. Video is excellent, and that's really what kept Kyle Rittenhouse out of prison, and that's what hopefully is going to keep him away from a civil judgment. Hey, Brad, before we let you go today, can you break down what's happening with classified docs with the president and or anything related to old Hunter Biden? Because it seems like we continually get information on this whole Biden controversy, conspiracy, legal dealings. Well, first of all, let me tell you that there's absolutely no truth 
there's no truth to the rumor that uh, President Biden had a colonoscopy and they found classified documents. Uh, I knew that was <laughs> but they found his brain. There's no truth they found to that. His I'm brain. telling you, that's a false rumor. The size Don't of a marble. He it. swallowed his brain and that's where it ended up. Anyway, go ahead. Well, where, where that process is, is that, is that there's still an investigation going on. There's still obviously a special counsel. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't believe that any special counsel is going to prosecute either President Trump or President Biden for these violations. Here's why. Historically, uh, these types of violations have been have been viewed like a traffic ticket. That's the way that they're viewed. Right. Uh, Sandy Berger, who was the national security advisor for President Clinton, Clinton. in 2003, he went into the National Archives, stuffed classified documents down his pants Correct. and into his socks. <laughs> That's right. He sure and that. walked out of the office <laughs> to yes, steal them. Yep. And he was prosecuted. And he pled guilty to some uh, small, minor misdemeanor. Yes. So the, the historically, these are not a big deal. But here's the difference. These uh, the issues became a big deal because of President Trump. And when President Trump had documents, the media escalated and elevated this issue yeah. because of the media's desire to get President Trump. Yep. And so once they elevated this as an issue, then they became caught because when Biden did the same thing as vice president, then it, it, it exposed the hypocrisy of the mainstream media. But, so at the end of the day, because of that hypocrisy, I really don't see anything occurring to either uh, Presidents Trump or Biden it, because of this. And it's nothing not happened about, to Hillary Clinton. It's not about the documents so much. It's what's in the doc. So here's the thing, Brad. If if they find a, a Ukrainian a top secret memo that, that talks about Ukrainian energy or something like that, and they can attach it to a Hunter Biden email somehow, that's when it gets good. And that's what I'm worried about is that the FBI or the CIA or who is investigating this stuff, they bury that stuff. That's... Because that becomes a legitimate possibility of a crime, don't you think? It, it does, but I don't think you're ever going to see that or know that because of the top secret nature of the documents that were yep. found. You, we may never know that. And and if, for example, uh, if, a, if a Jim Jordan in, the, in Congress leaks that information, then he mm. could be prosecuted ah. for leaking classified information. So at the end of the day, because it's all wrapped in, in a penumbra of classification, I really don't see this going anywhere. So Hunter Biden's off the hook, in other words, you think? No, he's not off the hook. There's lots of issues with regard to his laptop, and he will be investigated uh, investigated thoroughly. And we're going to get to the bottom of this in Congress. But the, as far as the classified documents next to Joe Biden's Corvette, I really don't think that's going to play a role. Okay. Anything else for Brad today before we get out of here? I got so much, uh, but you won't let me talk. Brad, so. do you have anything? <laughs> no, other than, again, I'll, I'll be on uh, I'll be on Camo X tonight from 8 to 10. Uh, talking about the news of the day and breaking things down. And uh, I'm just glad I've got a chance to to come back uh, with your show, Vic. It's a pleasure to talk to you all. What do you think of Tishara's job? How, how's she doing? <laughs> just for, real fast. What do you think well, I, I think it's interesting that she acknowledged that Kim Gardner has lost the, has lost the will of the people. Yep. And now she can't walk that back, even though Corey Bush has uh, gone against her. We've got a, uh, we've got a fissure here in the progressive wing of the party. Yes. It's going to be interesting. They have can't free, wait. They have free Kevlar vests at the Battlehawks game. <laughs> so, wow, I might check I might check that out. Hey, Brad, <laughs> by the way, people missed you. They love you. Our comment line's been blowing up, my personal text line blowing up. Brad, you have to come back. People love oh, you. You're great at breaking this stuff down. 
Um, Count on it. Once again, you can catch Brad tonight, Harris, Dal, Fisher, and Young, 8 to 10 p.m. on X. Brad, have a great day. Thanks, guys. All right. I'll be, that, I'll be that's a badass in. mic he has. Damn, I'm impressed. I'll be calling in tonight. That's the biggest mic I've ever seen. Yeah. I, I don't like those little screens, though, that he has. You have to. I had one of those in a prior show, and my yeah. it, that thing is actually bigger than my face. Tabitha is. told me when we. <laughs> bigger, Tabitha told me when body. I was building the studio. Don't get those. Do things. not get one of those big mics. Okay. I want blue and no big mics. One day. One day. <laughs> my fa- I have a tiny <laughs> face, and I'm telling you that little screen. Is literally bigger than my one day. M- one day, MP and myself will have to tell you why that little screen is there, won't we? We'll have to. Tell I know why the screen is why there. Why is it? it? It's like um, it's like we have these little mu- fluffy things in our microphone. It's called a pee popper. It's a pee popper. It's a pee popper. Yeah. It's a cut down on static or whatever. No, it's a cut down on on explosives or plosives. I guess is what they call right. <laughs> but my I I when I on a Pansy. prior show I was on where the yeah. camera was you couldn't even see my face. All you could see was this big black Look, ring around my face. People, people like and myself my, and, the, and my shoulders. I have a face for radio. I have no problem with they stick in front of my face to talk into. You can you can put that. Well, I do. I'll take that back, Vic. Never mind. This this mic is just fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is cancel this cancel this show dot com. Uh, already had Kathy Hill Big Strict from Experience Realty Partners in today. Three one four two seven six sold. Expect to be moved. We had Brad Young, who is in. We've got MP on the boards. Lizzie rocking and rolling. Lizzie, how many words do you type a minute? You know, I never realized how fast I typed till I do this. You and, do, and, I, and I never took a typing class. Never. No, no, you're you're super fast. I see your fingers go. Yeah, you would have been an amazing, an amazing person to watch. See, on the Lizzie and I are old enough. When we used to apply for jobs, no matter what the yes. job was, how many words can you type a minute? Remember that in the old in the in the I St. Do. Louis Post Dispatch. Yes, yes, that's how we found jobs back in the day. I know. We would go, and at our I, high school, you had to type yeah. on a regular typewriter, and yeah. if you typed slow, that was yeah. like bad. And I, I found out later that they never tested for that, no matter what job it was that you <laughs> right. got. Never did. Never did. <laughs> that's Eric Johnson host, Devin the Hassel host. I'm Vic Faust. A uh, couple other topics we needed to jump in to today before we get out of here. Number one, Emerson came out with polling. It's a subject we've been talking about. Very interesting. The Emerson polling, guess what it says? I give up. Dun, dun, dun. Former President Donald Trump has, what, I think 55, and their polling had 55% of possible votes. If Ron DeSantis were to run right now, even though he hasn't declared, and maybe his total would go up 25%. I told how many times have I told 30, you guys? 30 percent 30% lead over Trump. Ron DeSantis. And that's following the other two mm. polls that we have talked about on the show as well. It's all Trump. It maybe, is all Trump. Maybe things change if Ron DeSantis enters the race. I'm, I'm gonna say one, one dynamic that is giving Trump a heads up or a leg up, I should say, right now, is everything that they said you are crazy about whether it was the border, whether yes. it was anything. I mean, throw a dead cat around, whether it was COVID. Sorry, don't mean to get us canceled. But whatever it was, he will now, in the new season of campaigning, he'll be able to like, I was right about, about everything, everything. Even the labs, all of it. And people will believe that. But they'll go, you're right. They did come from Wuhan, didn't it? You're right. The masks didn't work. Wow, you're right. We do need a border wall. Wow, you're right. Fentanyl is killing 100,000 kids a day. Wow, you're... I mean, he, he'll he be able to just do a tour for three months about how he was, <laughs> he was correct right. about everything. And he's not having a book signing right now and not letting the DeSantis people in. 
You heard about that, right? No. No. There's a book signing that DeSantis had, and there was Trump supporters that came, and they had, you know, their MAGA yeah. hats and their yeah. Trump shirts and all yeah. that. Now, I don't know if it was DeSantis, but DeSantis's people told the Trump people they could not come in. Well, whatever happens in this election cycle, and I'm going to speak right to Haley. Is Haley, is Haley, is, is, are all the candidates listening? They need to tune in right now. Right Somebody now give me a call. Somebody to, give Tim Scott a I call. Need, I need to talk to all Somebody. y'all. <laughs> I need to talk to all y'all. Whoever is chosen at the end of the primary, first, number one, number one, do not bloody each other. You don't have to bloody each other. Just go in on your whatever it is that you offer to the country, and we will be, we're like, we're like dry sponges. We will soak it up. Number two, at the end of this primary, you guys are on team whoever the hell it is. There is no such thing as a never blank anymore. This never Trump stuff is driving me out of my damn mind. If you're a never Trumper, you're a Democrat, Mitt Romney. Yeah, Mitt Romney. I'll just leave it there. Tabitha? Yes. Come on, jump in. I, I, you, you guys already know how I feel. I've been saying it for, for no, days. No, you though. said you liked DeSantis yesterday. I do Our, like DeSantis, but you know what? I, I don't know. I, you guys go ahead. It's fine. Well, and I don't know if DeSantis did that, but all this fighting that's going on, I agree with you, Eric. If you bloody it, it's going yeah, to divide. Can't, can't. And this thing with DeSantis, who right. I'm like Tab, I like him too, but it's not his time. The problem is, is it kind of reminds me of what DeSantis is doing is like the cruise bot thing. People were so angry and divided for a while. If you didn't like Cruz, then the very far yeah. right people were very angry yeah. at the regular conservatives for liking Trump. Yeah. I think that's going on again. There's people that are so divided about this. And like I said, I don't know if it was DeSantis himself, but the DeSantis bots were like, you can't come in here. Yeah. I mean, it's just so juvenile. Yeah. And the word, and I, someone's going to have to tell me this too. We got to get rid of this word rhino. Because just rhinos. because yeah. just because you're an old in the system re Republican, you are still a conservative. You still have that mentality of being a conservative. Everybody has to come to the team. You see that? Does that make sense? Just because you're let's say just because you're an old quarterback doesn't mean you can't work with the young rookies on your team. You guys are still on the same team. You guys have got to make this a team effort in the next. 18 months. Would well, you agree with that, everybody? Yes, look at Drew on the on the chat line. He is our resident lefty liberal guy, and he's like, I love it. Keep fighting. Exactly. See that, what I mean? Yeah. He's, See what he's I mean? proving your point. Yeah, and I think that, that you have this, there's these, and I was wrong in the last election. Blue-collar Democrats, they're still Democrats. They don't understand what the hell the Democrats are doing. They don't get it. These GM workers, they're like, I'm a Democrat. I'm voting Democrat. They don't realize that they're actually more Republican than they are Democrat. You have to win them over. You have to go back to the soccer moms, and you have to win them over as well. And you have to demonize what's going on, Vic. That's important I, as well. You have mm. to show that Joey Berryhar is evil incarnate. Nobody cares about her. No, they do. They no, do, they man. Don't. She is. They she, do. Tabitha told me yesterday. What did did you say, Tabitha? Something about a. Fox News special that was going on yesterday morning or something in Florida, and you were talking to some degree of hard to oh, find. Oh, that yeah, DeSantis. that was. Uh, oh, what is that guy's name on Fox News in the morning? Steve, Steve Ducey. No, no. it's it's the guy Brian that's Kilmeade? with him. Kill me. Yeah, Kill went to a diner and he was polling people in in this Florida diner, asking 
hey, do any of you support DeSantis? Was this he, live? It was live. I sent you guys the video. <laughs> yes. He could not find anyone in the Florida diner that supports DeSantis. Now, they Florida. were all and, and it was Florida. <laughs> Keep that in mind. It was all, Florida. They were yeah, all Trump. No. Trump. I've been trying to tell you guys for weeks, days. No, Tabitha, it's days, not just you. Donald it's Trump, just me, Donald Vic. Trump just is me. the van. Look, here's the deal. <laughs> Donald Trump is the Van Halen of Republican part, the party, and DeSantis <laughs> is the fallout boy. They're both that, good bands. You're exactly right. They're That's both how good it bands. Seems. Yes. And, uh, I'm sorry, Green I'm Day. Just gonna uh, set, Green Day. I'm, both- I'm just going to set you all straight right now. And, and what the situation is, is Trump was a fantastic president. He Amen, was sister. America first. In four years, he did and turned around all the damage, almost all of the damage that it, that Democrats did in however many years. Mm-hmm. Everything was different. America was actually great again Correct. for four years. Yes. And now we've seen Biden step into the picture and the on day one, he signed what? 70 something executive orders to turn around every single good thing yes. Trump did for this country. Correct. Correct. And, and Trump, even though people don't like him, he's the devil we know. Even if you don't like him, we know what yeah. he's about. We know what he's going to do. We know what to expect. With DeSantis, we have no idea. We can guess he's going to be amazing. I like the guy. Yeah. But is he going to be? Trump is a sure thing. We know what he's going to do. What is DeSantis going to do? I think DeSantis is he's his track record is he first of all he was in Congress, second of all he was in the military, third of all he is running the most uh, um, successful state in the in the union right now. So he's got a little bit of a resume going. He's yes. young. That's great. He's good looking. He's got a good house uh, he, he, that he's bringing young up. Young is the only thing in but my opinion he has tar- over Trump. Look, the one thing I'll say about the but- the, the Republican party, y'all old. <laughs> you guys well, are Democrat old. too, and Democrats are old too. But Eric, everything you just said—think about it. Things could not go any better right now for Ron DeSantis. They really couldn't. Right. Everything is perfect. He seems like the perfect image, yet he's still thirty points behind yeah. Donald okay. J. Trump. And if that doesn't tell the story, I don't know what does. And it's not just the Emerson poll, which is a legitimate down the middle poll. There were many. I but said notice, the other two this. polls that we have brought up on the show had the same sort of issue. Notice this. DeSantis has no DeSantis has zero shot. Zero shot. Hold on. Right now, unless something monumental Let's not happens. Go nuts now. Let me ch- let me just chime in here. His polling is going good because we haven't heard from him. Because we haven't heard from him. Hold on, just let that one sink in for just a second. There's been no tweet. There's been no Facebook. There's been no... Are you talking about Trump? I'm talking about Trump. He's talking every day. Every single... I haven't heard one word. You're not looking in the right places. I haven't heard one word. Well, it's not, it's right not as people it's, like you, Eric, are, and I'm not saying that as a negative way. You're right. You're a normal person right. who's very politically savvy, but you haven't heard it because you have to dig deep because correct. Trump is still not allowed on a lot of exactly. platforms. That's exactly right. Trust me, he's on Truth Social every day okay. making some phenomenal, you know, proclamations. As a matter of fact, he agreed with me with with World War Three that we're heading there. At any time that America needs to be he needs put to on notice that, now. That helps him. Okay. I'm, if I'm, he's talking World War, it helps him in his numbers. And it now. does help him in his numbers. But DeSantis could do the, go down the same the same path. And De, DeSantis nah. hasn't announced he's running yet. Yeah. When he announces it, his poll numbers may go up. That's just what like I'm you said, Vic. That's true. It could it could happen. But I'll tell you what, if you go, if you have for Trump, like Lizzie said, you have to look for his statements because even Fox National as many conservatives love Fox National, they're not talking about Trump. I always wonder, look at Drew's low posts and go, 
You want me to make the case for DeSantis really quick? California, Florida. Two amazing states. They're gorgeous. Both of them are gorgeous. Both of them have the same amenities. One has a deficit in the in the multiple billions of dollars. One has a uh, influx of cash and businesses and, and residents going there. You want to make a case for DeSantis right now? Two young, up-and-coming uh, party-goers, Democrat, Republican, DeSantis is wiping the floor with his ass. Spot on. Just wiping the floor. And Trump, and if you say this... This has got to be part of the texture of the of the conversation that we have. If Trump gets into this name calling thing and he's and he's doing the same stuff he did before and not being a presidential style candidate, he's doing himself a disjustice, a misjustice. But there's another part to the polling. They took it a step further. If DeSantis were to have the Republican primary and go against Joe Biden, he would lose. In national and poll. Trump would win. Did you see the poll and Trump, polling with Trump and Biden? Well, that's that's what I'm getting to. Tab. Hurry up, hurry up. <laughs> she wants to open her presents like Christmas. <laughs> Trump <laughs> Trump would win against Biden. Yeah. In the same polling. Just fascinating when I, you look at it. It it is. And Glenn made a really good point because he said, Who do you trust more if we do end up in preventing World War Three? And that in my opinion, that would be clearly Trump. Because I'll tell you what, would DeSantis push the button to drop the mother of all bombs on Russia if he needed to, or China. And I'll tell you what, I know Trump would. I know Trump would. I don't know that DeSantis would. I don't know that he would have the courage to do that. I like the guy, but maybe his age and his political future would keep him from doing I'll that. i tell you this right now. And if, if Trump is listening like he listens every morning to this show, if he's listening now, if he was to run a straight-up presidential campaign without calling names, not saying he has to become Jeb Bush, but if he just ran a straight-up political campaign saying the right things, using social media the right way, and he would, dude. And if I could win the lottery. And if that I could might win help him now, but he wouldn't have gotten elected the first time. If he had exactly. played that game, he would yes. not have gotten elected. Yes. But you've got some really good points. If he is yes. a little bit more presidential, because that's the only thing I think DeSantis has on Trump, is this presidential, nice-looking, because he's definitely nice-looking, yeah. and Trump is an older gentleman that yeah. maybe, you know, is older. No, Trump is the—I'm telling you, Trump is the Van Halen of the Republican Party, and DeSantis is the Green Day. And— well, that's not a really good one. One sells out stadiums, and the other one sells out the pageant. <laughs> not <laughs> enough people know DeSantis yet. They they actually yeah. don't. That's and that's true too, Lizzie. I don't think that DeSantis could win against Trump. I I really don't. I think if the two have to go head to head, I don't think DeSantis can do it. I think yeah. he needs to wait till twenty twenty eight. He needs to let Trump have his day and finish out his term. I really just don't think, and it's not because I don't like DeSantis. I think the people are behind Trump, and I think it's going to stay that way. Yeah. Well, I think one, so, too. One thing that's continued to stay the same way, guys, is uh, the president, Joe Biden, providing us with daily fodder. We have more sound, more comedic value sound from Joe Biden. I mean, it never gets old. Day after day, this guy running his mouth. MP, if you could load it. Okay, now we have another quick bite with Joe Biden. He decided to talk about a nurse. Here we go. And if you want to get, this is as creepy as old creepster Biden can be. And once again, if you voted for Biden, it's all right. No, it's not. But if you do it again, ah, uh, that's like on Kim you. Gardner. Fool me once, I shame mean, on me. Listen to Joe's latest talking about 
a nurse. Here we go. Named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow. Oh my gosh! We got, so crazy. We got to hear pro milf hey, at the beginning. And if you voted oh. for him, come on, come, come on, on, one more man. time. Can All we right. do that one come more on, time, man? We got to hear that at one, least one more time. time. The beginning, I think he said he's pro milf. I don't know. Maybe he, no, I, he, I thought he said I that. I swear too. to God. I swear to God. And I was like, that. I cannot believe he said that. Can you, there we can go. you do that one more time? Just I don't care. We don't need. She's thinking about it. She's like, nah, maybe not. Maybe I've had enough of Joe She's Biden. She's going to reload it. Maybe I've had enough of Joe but, Biden. But listen, I do think he said the MILF word. I do and too. I'm like, he is so Damn. creepy. I wish and, we could hear that. Oh, <laughs> listen, I think you hear it. Okay, here we go. She's she, she's gonna bring it. She's, I thought we had it. She's bringing the high heat. Right? Yeah, we did. Sorry, there was a commercial. I had to. There's commercial. She had oh, to shut down. Oh yeah, that yeah. happens. Yeah. I, I don't envy having MPs. Kirkin never that does that. Job. That's for sure. Hey, ninety-nine percent of people it's with an IRA and four hundred one k will not see this video. Nah, and we that hear, would yeah, be we a hear the commercial right yeah, now. That happens sometimes. Well, we can go ahead and shut that down. See, she did it. There it is, right there. Rewind that. Okay. Here we go. Crew has the best comment. Pro mill finally agreement. Military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, Maybe. nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. With gingivitis. She even what else went did home she do? And brought back her pillow. Is that what you? That is it? the creepiest. Thing That's the president. I've ever heard that in my is, entire life. It's so okay. ridiculous. And you know, the, the Trump DeSantis she, debate, maybe we have, those right. are two great choices. The Democrats have nobody but this creepy pedophile. She would, oh my God. She would breathe on me. And oh make a human God. connection. The guy, I mean, this is, right, well, let's remind ourselves, this is the guy that oh took showers God. with his teenage daughter. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Remember a fact. That, everybody. Oh. It it's a fact. A fact. <laughs> she said it. And she, he claims that yeah. he's 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 all for this nurse because she she breathed on him, she whispered in his ear, and he had no idea she what like she a was. She was like a cat stealing his breath at night. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he admit? This is like the ramblings of someone who is not coherent. Well, which one was he? Which one was uh, that? And, was that and DeSantis couldn't beat him. Is that what you're telling me? DeSantis couldn't beat exactly this clown. Oh, okay. Emerson, yes, it's, I know it's, it's insane. It's it's worse. The, the the Democrats are putting like like Fetterman. Where the hell's Fetterman at? Oh, there's I a mean, lot of conspiracy. What the hell's going on right with now. the Democrats? It's like there are conspiracy theory that um he had a mental breakdown and he can't even talk. He can't even talk. And his wife went to Canada. He's a senator for God's yeah, sake. And his wife is in Canada. What? She's gone. Yeah. I, she left. Nobody's in the office. It's so weird. I mean, okay, and what serious? about the Democrats? Why are they so <laughs> sexual in nature? Why is it all of the transgender and breathing down my neck and the well, milk? That's, and the, <laughs> well, mean, that's, that's, it's so well, it's not, weird. it's Biden. Yeah, but a lot of the Democrat Party, think about it. All of a sudden, these transgender thing came from nowhere. Yeah. Now we're having drag queen parties. Yeah. And you don't see anybody on the right saying this is okay. No. It's these creepy lefts. I'm sorry, but they're weird. Well, yeah. there's a reason for that, yeah. Lizzie. And and that is because the conservative party are typically the Christian party. That is true. And and I think Very that's true. the big okay. difference. The, the Democrat Party is more the party of, and I'm not saying there aren't, uh, Democrats are Christians, of course, but I, but that's where all the atheists head to. That's where all the okay. Satanists Tabitha to. brings up a great point at the end she of the really show. Does. Yes. You know what? That damn movie that you were talking about. What was Jesus it? Revolution? Jesus Revolution. 
It is making money hand over fist, apparently. Good, it, because that means you'll see more of them in mainstream movie theaters. It is making... which People which need is, to go out and see it. Money hand over fist, because people are done, Vic. They want a revival. They want Christianity. They want the spiritualness of what's going on. Why are the Democrats so pulled to this sexual nature? It's because they're trying to win the hearts and souls of your kids. Not mine. My kids are gone. Trust me. But the hearts and souls of your kids, and they are indoctrinating it. And we heard, we've talked about indoctrination for the last 30 years that I never understood what it meant. And then COVID comes, and boom, there it is. Well, Joe Biden is who he is. People show you who they are over time. Joe Biden is that creepy guy. He is that sexual-natured guy. He is that guy that has no filter. He is that guy who continues to talk like this on a daily basis because that's who he is. I'm sorry if you voted for him. I don't care if it was him or never Trump. If you have a chance and he does run again and you vote Biden, that's on you. And you think about all of these things going on. The country is not in a better situation, and you know it. Yeah. You know it. You Lisa's, know we're not. Lisa's saying on here, and I do agree with her, that it goes to what you're saying, Vic, that you know people need a revival, what Eric was saying. And there is a <clears throat> pastor. Did you guys hear about the pastor no. from Ferguson that had three or four young people come and sit in the pews? And okay. we're either going, we're definitely going to do something nefarious. Some people even think shoot the church up. Was that in Ferguson? Yes, yes. Ferguson, Ferguson Missouri? Yes, <laughs> yes. And we oh my God! I, I saw that. On. I didn't know that yeah. was he in our backyard. And he, they stopped Satan right in the tracks. I, if you hear it, it is amazing how you can actually feel evil was taken over by prayer and laying of yeah. hands. And we we need to get him oh, on. Yeah. That is, it gave me chills. Please, to hear let's it. do. If you if you have his name, can you get? It? Yeah. Hey, Lisa, do you have his name? Actually, what if Lisa? If not, I will look it up and I I will call him. Absolutely. The dude was damn genius. Yeah, watch that. It it gives you goosebumps. It's amazing. It's definitely a a battle Mm. between good and evil. And and maybe that's why and maybe that's why people like Pelosi and Biden, even though they're Catholic, they're not really practicing Catholic. Yeah, they're not Catholic. They they don't receive communion. Amen, sister. And and not and not like that, but you know, have you ever read the book that was written by Jill Biden's husband? Jill Biden's husband has the given first, interviews. The first husband. The first husband, that's yeah, correct. I, I know all about it. And and it's such a big media lie. And see, that's the difference, too, between Democrats and Republicans. Everything about Republicans, they'll turn over every stone and reveal the truth. Okay. When it media. comes to Democrats, and I'm talking about media, the media just does not cover the truth. Because if this was Trump, and Trump took a shower with his teenage daughter, oh my God, we would never hear Did the end of it. Did you say he admitted to that? Joe Biden? Yeah, I thought as it was far just as his I daughter know, he said is not, But his daughter wrote a book. Yeah, his daughter said And it. they're still close, so obviously there's no weird animosity. But, but Jill Biden, yeah. Jill Biden wrote a book. I mean, Jill Biden, I'm sorry, her first husband wrote a book and he has given multiple interviews that said the way you hear that Biden and Jill met is not the truth. It's a lie. He claims that he was still married to Jill Biden still married. and Jill was baby, was babysitting Joe Biden's children after his wife passed away and they actually had an affair. But if you listen to Joe Biden he talking- He sought her out through his brother. That's exactly He saw right. her in a modeling picture. That's right. And, and people don't want to hear that story. And Joe Biden just gave, and Jill just gave an interview like a month ago talking about the lie and the story of how they met and how they got together. And according to Jill Biden's hus- first husband, it is all a 
lie. And again, if that were Trump, if that were a conservative, if that were a Republican, it would be all over the media. But because it's a Democrat, it's all pushed under the rug. We'll never know the truth. And if we don't know the truth about these things, think about all the other things they've done that we don't know about. Yeah, it's evil, man. I mean, the the Grammys is what brought it to light to me. I always hear about evil and how I always thought evil was going to be under the cloak of something good but man when you put horns on your hat and you play at the it Grammys, is under the good too it is and then it's you bad put, and good Eric. when you flash the signs of the illuminati and you do the all the signs and you look at all the pictures and tell you what if, if there's one good thing about tiktok these guys are spelling it out what's going on it, and i'm telling i'm serious you watch tiktok and the and they're and we talk about a revival the young people are the ones that are saying this is evil guys they are I'm telling it's not it's not 70-year-old pastors doing it. This is 24-year-old kids going wake up everybody. I'm telling you man, I've been right on this show maybe once or twice. <laughs> once the, or twice. The revival <laughs> in this country could be on its way, Tabitha. I told you guys that like a month ago when you I first did. saw this movie. Can, I said we need a Christian revolution yeah. and, and, and it's happening. And I always thought one. I always thought that Christianity and my my was was personal. I've always thought being a Christian, I know it is. I always thought that being a Christian was a personal thing. It's something you did in the woods or at church or whatever. That's, what? Yes. Well, you're yeah, right. I don't we go to Catholic to churches like you. No. I don't go to or religion. It has nothing to do with I don't have to take communion no, every Sunday. Funny. You should okay? be. I know I should be, but I don't. <laughs> but I am starting to feel like, okay, you're a Christian. It's time to stand the hell up. I love this, Eric. That's right. Well, you always have to be. You have to told, stand the hell we're told up. Yes. You need to be able to give an account of your faith. You have to go in. That doesn't you mean to... you're bashing somebody over the no. head, but you have to be able to stand up for it. Mark, um, um, oh, um, who's our who's the actor? Uh, Mark. Hamill. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. Yes. Just talked about this. He's like, listen, you have to you have to let people. Know. He's like, I'm not going to back off. Those are my Christian ideals. Amen. Um, I'm not trying to bash people over the head with it, but yeah. I'm not going to back down. No. The other thing about it, when we talk, since we went into the subject, how about Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, yesterday? There you go. I was you beat me to it. He was at he was speaking at his interfaith breakfast, yep. and even Eric Adams said, "Listen, I will not consider a separation of church and state right. when it comes to New York City." Blew my mind. Yep. He's like, "You cannot separate." the Christian values of a man while I do my job, nor will I go back and eliminate my Christian values when I'm here in yes. this position. I was like, that doesn't surprise me. You know why, Vic? It was well, good. Because no, you don't, don't be, make a negative out no, of it. No, I'm not making a negative out of it. It but was the on majority, camera behind a podium. The majority of <laughs> the majority of the minorities in this country, black, yeah. Hispanic, mm -hmm. uh, Latino yes. are actually Christian, okay. and they actually belong in our party. They have just been erroneously convinced they're, they're Democrats. Yeah. But they're, they're absolutely being misled. The black community, they belong in the conservative party because we stand up for their Christian values. The majority of black people are highly Christian yeah. or in Baptist. Yeah. I see that, you know, the, them at these mainstream yeah. uh, or at these. Well, let's screenings. go one step farther. Let's go one step farther before the end of the show. On the dollar bill, it says, in God, we, we trust. trust. On the back of the dollar bill. Not for long. It's not on, on the, the new ones. On the back of the dollar bill, which was. I know on, where you're going. The American society needs to get back to all of us collectively agreeing 
that in God we trust is the most important thing. It's based in good. It's rooted in something that brings us all together. It doesn't divide at all. Why it, do you think they're trying to get rid of cash? <laughs> no, I think Ladies and right. gentlemen, don't forget to tip your bartenders and waitresses. We'll see you tomorrow with Kyle Rittenhouse. Good night, everybody. Let's have it the hassle on the drums. Eric, pretty soon we're going to have no cash. You know, just yesterday, and I'm not switching this subject, but it's along the same lines. Biden signed an executive order that you can't have American flags at military when military Mm. are at a uh, sporting event. Yeah, but that's not true. It is true. I read the story, and here's why I didn't think it was a big deal. Yes, I think it's a big deal. Because it's all about respect and honor for what is currently in the code of reverence to the flag. Headlines sometimes overdo things. It's all about the flag not touching the ground and the flag not being displayed horizontally as it shouldn't be. That's And it's all about parachuting in. It started because of the code that's currently there, the code that has been... I, I, I'm not a Biden fan. Well, and it's about the I size of pen, the flag. I am not a Pentagon fan when it comes to this, the, the images. But the headline gets pushed out of context because it's... The military saying we need to accept the same code that we've had for 100, 200 years. We need to keep it, keep it the same, because if we start ma- messing with it, it's going to. And there's conservative military members I, who disagree. I read, the, I read three articles on it, Vic, and I have to disagree with you. I think there's so much more to it than that. And, and, and it's something we can talk about another day. But I think that everything going on in our country right now, it's about being anti-American, anti-patriot, yeah, but anti-Christian. This isn't, in my opinion, it's, when you, it's not anti-American. I feel like it is. Okay. It's just Tabitha. I'll one of these days, I'm gonna, we'll, the talk article, about, we'll talk about it again tomorrow. After that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> instead of a tranquilizer dart, one of these days, I'm gonna shoot you with something that makes you happy and positive. I, why am I not happy and, and positive? And get her a drink. Is, sunshine. Have you seen her when she starts drinking? She's Stop. happy as hell. No, it's not she about still being, hates get her the world. Shot. She Eric, still I, hates I, the planet I'm, Earth. No, you know what? It's the opposite of that. I I love this country, and I'm. I'm fighting I'm to make sure people know the yes. truth. And yeah. you know what? People know, need to know the truth. Because you know what? They're not getting the truth on the news. They're getting the truth never here will. on this show. And if I was all puppy dogs and sunshine every day, they would never get the truth. I because understand. unfortunately, the truth yeah. is not good right now. The truth if is you, scary right and now. And the truth actually. right now is very scary. If, if you were my mom, you'd be like, Eric, wake up. Gotta go to school. Oh, yeah. You're never going to succeed at football. Anyway, that's not true. You know what? I am not <laughs> negative at all. She'd give you an MRE that and is shotgun. Not true. It would be the opposite of that. I think Bendy wants to see Tabitha drunk because she asks when there's another get oh, together, I'm and tired then she of can see that. that. You're tired. Oh. Of yeah, we gotta I've do seen that. that all the time. <laughs> yeah, are you kidding me, Bendy? Bendy, think of that old old uncle you might have had. You know, they always talk about that old uncle yeah. that's always around. You know yep. that's not true. That's Tabitha. Yep. It is. In yeah, the, in the lazy boy. Belly up with a cancel this yeah. shot. I am the always hassle. a Damn happy. Kids. I'm always a happy person. <laughs> my, my, But I always, my my goal in life is to tell people the truth, good or bad, Eric. She would have been, if, if she was watching the Super Bowl with us, she'd be like, there's no way Kansas City's going to win this thing. This is not going to happen. <laughs> Your goal in life that's is true. a third party and yeah. a um, and my a goal in life war. would be to wipe the slate clean <laughs> and start all over again. That would be wonderful. Yeah. That would be good. Hey guys, uh, we appreciate you. Lively show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Cancelthisshow.com. Eric, you've got me freaked out now because of. Kyle Rittenhouse and Fox News. I know how Fox News tries to do things. Yeah, I wonder do they listen to this show? 
There's too many damn shows on two. Where we're they, ahead of things. I don't. Mm. Well, if Kyle you're listening, we scheduled for nine o'clock tomorrow. But Eric's freaking me out now with no, his appearance no, no, on no. Fox It'll News. It'll be fine. <sighs> oh no! Don't even come. you. You would already know if there was an issue. It'll I be would fine. Hope so you do not want to miss the show tomorrow. Yeah, Fox, being so on here. We got Kyle Rittenhouse at nine o'clock. We're also putting together a very, very, very good uh, free for all paranormal. Everything goes Friday. And is anybody familiar with Troy Taylor? I'm not. No. A ghost man. Uh, MP raises her yes. hand. Uh, he has written MP, several. Who's tor- can you can you are you mic'd it anyway? He's yeah. joining us next Friday, and this Who guy is, is massive. Why, Leah? Why? How do you know about him, and what do you no, like you, about you, him? MP, you MP, mean, MP, MP. MP. Good okay. job. It's okay. You've done it before, actually. I know. <laughs> yeah, I heard him slip that. There's out. a lot. He of just Leas. wants to make you famous because you rock yeah. so much. Yeah. What ah. about Troy Taylor? Um, he's he's a famous author and he's known for his like paranormal stuff he does. Yes. He does like ghost tours and yeah. stuff in Alton and Oh, yeah, he is the ghost boy. tour expert. Yeah. Alton. Alton is Se- a scary yeah. several yeah. books. Uh anyway, he's next Friday. So we've got him booked. He's excited. He's excited awesome. to come on the show. He can so. take us to Smallpox Island. Oh my god. Good we, you need to go there, Aaron. We gotta get out Isn't of that here. where they used to do the uh, the duels? Also, they used to. If I challenged you to a duel, we would meet on Smallpox Island. In that, I don't know. I'm just surprised you no didn't idea. say that's the next name <laughs> of your band, Smallpox Island. Tonight at the pageant, Smallpox <laughs> Island takes over. Hey guys, cancel Sorry. this. Cancel this show.com. Once again, check out all of our original content. We're here Monday through Friday, eight to ten a.m. Central. But most of the views and listens, of course, happen after we're live. You can always go on that website as well. You can donate to our show. The Efforts of free speech against cancel culture. You name it, you can do it. If you're listening from a cell phone, you would just click on the menu button to do that. So for MP, Lizzie, Eric, and Tabitha, I'm Vic. Have a great day. We'll catch you tomorrow for Cancel This. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money especially during our solid wood sale, plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House, because you like nice things. White Glove Exotic Services is St. Louis's first concierge vehicle service center. Alex David's team is passionate, certified technicians. They have industry-leading tools and equipment. They do it all. They pick up and deliver your car hands-free. Plus, they have elite detailing service, customized PPF wraps and tenting, and inspection and titling assistance. White Glove also specializes in logistics and storing options, vehicle listings, and consignment. White Glove Exotic Services, check them out at CancelThisShow.com. Kathy L. Big Strick, owner of Experience Real Estate Partners with EXP, has been one of St. Louis, Missouri's highest selling groups for 26 years running. In that time, Kathy and her team have successfully assisted an incredible 4,000 families. So if you're thinking about buying, building, or selling, be sure to put Kathy's group and their experience to work for you, and you can expect to be moved. Just give her a call at 314 276 sold. That's 314 276 7653 or find her online at experience-re.com.
Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, if you don't know, is a family-owned business that has been around since 1994, serving some of the best chicken wings in town, no joke. Also known for their fresh burgers, pizza, and incredible smoked meat. Top-notch happy hour specials are included, plus live music every Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah, you can also enjoy their spacious heated covered patio. It's Winties in the Chesterfield Valley, 18,000 Chesterfield Airport Road. Hey guys, this is Dr. Mahesh Bagway. I'm an orthopedic surgeon here in St. Louis for over the last 20 years. I went to Washington University. I got my medical degree at St. Louis University. From local athletes to injured workers and even Cardinal baseball players, I've treated them all. Our practice strives to personalize care with every new patient being seen by me. To find me, contact my staff at drbagway.com. D-R-B-A-G-W-E.com. Hopefully you don't need me, but if you do, you can find me now.